2: the volume when the adverts come on, says Payam. Sorry, mate, that's the way it works, buddy. If you're going to stop listening just because you don't like the sound of the adverts, then um, up yours, Delors. Uh The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. Hello. Sounds weird again. 03444991000. Plenty to talk about. Can I just run through the menu for today's show, right? Mm-hmm. And if you tell me... Um, you've heard a show is more diverse than this, then God damn it, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna eat my fist. So, we'll be discussing pop, we'll be discussing Bucks Fizz, we'll be talking about stock Aitken and Waterman and playing a game with their music. Uh, we'll be talking about Nick Knowles, uh, Stockhausen, Split Infinitives and Marrakesh. And that's the stuff that I've thought to start with. We we could be going anywhere with this, absolutely anywhere. The way this show works, it's unlike any other radio show in the world, in as much as I am Ian Lee, that's Catherine Boyle. Yeah. We will sit here just talking about stuff that has happened to us and then going through the papers. There's some good stuff in the papers as well um, today and you are welcome to call in uh, uh, on any of the things we are talking about or, indeed, any of the things we are not talking about. If you want to carry on the conversation you were having with James, well, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I kind of feel that our show... I'll tell you what our show is, right? The talk... Here we go. And I'm, this has just popped into my head, and now i thought of it, it makes perfect sense. Talk Radio is a delicious Sunday roast, OK? You've got, um... um uh, you've got, um... Hang on a sec. Well, it's, I don't. I don't want to say which. Okay, right. Actually, I've thought of this and it doesn't really work. Okay, the the, the talk radio schedule is like a delicious Sunday roast. Okay, and um, James Whale well is the last the last little bit of potato and lamb that goes in your mouth, and then we are the slice of bread that you use to mop up all of the gravy on the plate. It, mm. it it may be small. It may look. Um, disappointing, but it's probably the tastiest part of the meal.
3: Oh, I would thought we were a bit more like the pudding.
2: No, 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 not, not at all, not at, not, not, not when we're the pudding, consciously trying to lose weight. There is no pudding at Talk Radio, it's, oh. um, I'm afraid it's one of those restaurants that only does starters and mains. 344 <laughs> is the telephone number. I went to see... They're not called Buck's Fizz, but yet there's 75% of the members of Buck's Fizz in it. I went to see the Fizz um, this weekend Sunday at the Theatre Royal in Windsor, as my mum would call it, the Theatre Royal in Windsor. And I wasn't going to go, because yesterday I was feeling lousy. It's the last air Virgin. I didn't really give a stuff about that. But I just felt crappy. and I, I went, I went home after that I, oh I, my computer at home was broken and I spent ages spent ages trying to the hard drive was gone right so I spent ages trying to get it to turn on and eventually I got it to turn on I thought oh I should make a backup now while I could um and then I bugged it again so, so I've had to take it into a shop and it's going to cost about 300 pounds and I'm probably going to lose everything that's ever been on that computer here's my lesson to you guys backup. Back everything up because I'm probably going to lose everything. Um, so that was annoying. Then I went, um, th- th- then I went home and I slept for, for three hours solid. Thought I put my head down for five minutes. Suddenly it's six forty-five, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to Bucks Fizz. I'm going to go and see them, and I'm so glad I did. Partly because I got a shout out in the second half from Mike Nolan. If I hadn't been there, it would have been awkward. but also because, and here's the thing, dear listener, they are flipping brilliant. And I, of course, I knew more of their songs than I thought I did. And I know it sounds funny, but I don't want to be in love. Just want a piece of the action. Oh, gosh. Yes, great. A shagging song from Bugs Fizz. <laughs> Beautiful. And I've got to say, they, they were all brilliant. And I've, I've since had private messages from three of them. Um not Jay, because I think she um thinks I'm a bit weird, saying, Thanks very much for coming. I hope you enjoyed it and, and um you know stuff like that, and which is which is a thrill. Uh, but I have to say, Cheryl Baker is a phenomenon. Why? I, she is incredible. She first of all, she's got a brilliant voice, right? And secondly, she is so funny. So, I mean, hilariously But they all t- what was nice is there wasn't a spokesman for the band. They all took turns kind of chatting and introducing the songs and stuff like that. Um, but Cheryl Baker, flipping heck, man. I know she's done loads of TV. She Didn't she do Record Breakers for a bit as well and as... Eggs and Eggs, Baker. Eggs and Baker. She did all of that. Um, so she can think on her feet. She's done live TV. But, God, she was funny. I, I, I could not stop watching her. And... Um, and she sent me a private message saying, oh, thank you so much for your kind work. Oh, don't thank me, Cheryl. Thank you guys. It was brilliant. It was an odd... I you, it was an odd show. There were some odd bits in it. And as one of the um, uh, ladies said during the interval, well, they're not really dancing. They're sort of doing walking dancing, <laughs> which I, I, I completely understood. Uh, but uh, I loved it. And I, I've, I've said to two of them, because they did a little, like, a pulco bit in the middle of the show. Uh, just, but It's just like half a song. And I said to them, guys... You should do a whole song acapulco, you know because the bit I heard in rehearsal and the bit you did in the show tonight it, the, the audience would go nuts for that, absolutely nuts for it so here's my um, here 's my my tip for you this evening, dear listener if you if you get chance if you get a chance uh, to see the fizz, then go and see them and tell them that I sent you because. Uh, they are they it was such a good night it was such a good night and the theater was packed and people were up dancing and they did a, they did a lovely 80s medley they did a little bit of the adam ant dance <laughs> imagine buck sprice doing the adam ant dance it was very very funny okay the, uh, the 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 last song is my camera never is um land of make believe and then sort of the encore is, um, first got to speed it up, Mm -hmm. and then you got to slow it down. And they still rip, spoiler alert, they still rip the skirts off. Of course they do. But, um, but they're all kind of dressed in sort of like 80s kind of stuff. And they rip the skirts off. And Cheryl's, you know, still got a skirt that would still be considered decent. But Jay is wearing no skirt. He's stockings. (laughs) So it's, yeah, tights. Um... She's, you know, she's a woman in her fifties, and she had like this sort of this sort of shirt on, and she was pulling the shirt down <laughs> to hide her modesty. Oh, half good, Kath. They were half good. I loved it. I got a shout out as well. Couldn't believe it. Then I heard someone say, I "Wonder if that's that Ian Lee off the radio?" Well, yes, it was. Yes, it was. They were absolutely um, superb. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Andre. Hi,
4: hey, Andre. Alright, Kath.
3: Yeah, how are you, Andre?
1: Yeah, how you
2: feeling? Sorry, Calf. How you
1: doing? I mean Caff?
3: Yeah, I'm still alright.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And if you want to see some more Is
4: that what you're talking about here?
2: That's exactly what we're talking about. Good evening, Paul.
4: Hi I've got something I've got something that I'd like to send to you as a present.
2: Okay, what is it?
4: You, you know, you were talking about the birds and country rock yep. the other day. You know, Grand Parsons, then?
5: Yep.
4: I don't know if you were talking about him the other day. I got cut off a little bit. i was looking. But I have a great biography, and I have two copies of it.
2: That's very kind, but I've read it. Which one? The Grand Parsons one. Which one? Well, I've, I've read one, and I don't find him that interesting. So thanks very much. But but no thank you. there's a strange start to the show. A little bit of passive aggression, I think, from uh, from everybody there. Um O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Catherine and I played a fun game earlier on, which we're uh, we, we think we might play. I um because I'm gonna meet Mike Stock this Thursday, going to his house and th- what's going on here. It's a little bit uh... oh, a... oh dear, I mean
3: that's uh I'll going to
2: unplug my microphone. Oh dear. There we go. That's uh...
3: Who's been fiddling with that?
2: Someone's been bugging around, haven't they? going to plug my microphone back in. Everyone. Here he comes. I know it funny, there he is. Hello, hello, hello. There we go, we're back. Um, hello. Oh dear. Oopsie oh, daisy. So um, this Thursday, we're going to go and see Mike. I'm going to go and see Mike Stock. Going to his house, very, very excited. Um, he is uh, one of the most successful music producers of all time. So I have, I've treated myself to Stock, Aitken and Waterman gold, triple CD, of their greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And Catherine and I were playing a fun game earlier on that maybe you'd like to play as well, dear listener.
3: I've come up with a name for it.
2: Yes? Stock, Aitken and Waterman? Um, I was going to call it Beat the Intro. Oh. Um, and I'm going to play an intro to one of their many, many hits, and you guys have to try and tell me what it is. But can you beat Kath? Because Kath has got nearly all of them right. There was one. Where was the one?
3: Anyway? <laughs> one that I hadn't this remembered from. Uh, this
2: one you didn't get.
3: From back in the day.
2: There we go. So there we go. What, what do you think this song is, guys? Sounds like the start to the clothes show, doesn't Sounds it?
3: Sounds like the start of a lot of
2: Stocktaking <laughs> and Waterman songs. What do you think that song is? That was the one that confused <coughs> Catherine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. <laughs> The wild man of late-night radio. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee
0: on Talk Radio.
2: We have ways of making you talk. Oh, 03444991000 four, um, is the telephone number from Give Us a Call. So far, we've had a drunk and a loser calling us. If uh, you want to beat that, you can. Uh, can you tell us what song this is, please? <laughs> That's a, it's a tough one, but it's a music theme show. I know we did music the other day, but, but, but. I was, um, Greg, um, Scott. Who's a radio and TV presenter sent me this um, this link to uh, to to Dan Wooten's Facebook page. Now, Dan Wooten, of course, is the son, showbiz expert, and um, it's a, it's it's a very strange video. And I watched it, and the first thirty seconds, I'm thinking, "Well, this is a joke." It's not a joke. You know Nick Knowles, who does DIY SOS and um, young women. Um, well, he. He's, well, j- I'm going to play this, OK? It's a video, but I-, I think you'll get the idea. This is the most incredible one minutes and 37 you are ever going to experience. It's Nick Knowles, OK? Here we go. Hi, I'm Nick Knowles, and we've given... He, th- I didn't re- I didn't remember that he's... Sorry, he, I don't need to say it's Nick Knowles. He himself says it's Nick Knowles. Let's find out what Nick Knowles has got to tell us. Hi, I'm Nick Knowles, and
6: we've given Bizarre an exclusive... Uh, Insight into my new album coming up. And into
2: what? Uh, 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 beg your pardon? Into what? Your new album? But b- The guy from DIY d- SOS and... Nick Knowles? It can't be. Let's try it again.
6: <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick Knowles, and we've given Bizarre and exclusive uh, insight into my new album coming up.
2: What the heck?! It, well, OK, fair play, because Alexander Armstrong released an album, he's a great singer. Bradley Walsh released an album, he's a great singer. For goodness sakes, Jack Duckworth released an album, and he's a singer. Let's see um, if Nick's going to give us any glimpses.
6: They invited you along to our rehearsals. When the rain is <laughs> in your
2: face What?
6: And the whole world
2: Right. He's got his
3: eyes closed.
2: He's got his eyes closed. That sounds, um, and I'm going to say this because my dad is now dead, okay? And it was the seventies, but that sounds like the voice my dad would do when he was trying to sing like a black gentleman. That's that voice. It's it's Nick Knowles. Here we go.
6: I could offer you a
2: warm Wowzers. Music's always been oh. there in the background. I'm cop- yeah, music's always been there in the background. Wow, so you must really love it if it's just there in the background and not your main driving force and passion. When he gets home from work
6: and picks up the guitar and strums while well, I find it a very th- sort of therapeutic. You know, a lot of TV people go
2: out and make a swing album or a, you know, or a country album. A lot of TV people <laughs> go out and make a swing album. Right, can we um... think of any? I know, I know, um, Nicky Campbell did. But he's uh, he he he's a songwriter yeah. of some renown. Um, anyone else? Any other TV swing, people? Swing though. Swing. God, any t- he said many TV people go out and make swing, swing. albums. I can't think of.
3: Con- well, Well, what
2: about uh, the country? Well, thank you. Just for a second there, Catherine. Um, you did just say the first syllable of the no, word country. I didn't. Yes, you did. Um, can we get that last thirty <laughs> seconds, please, Sam, and, and 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 play it back because you. <laughs> Catherine, do you not know... You don't know what you said. Hang on a minute.
3: I do know, but St- I know I didn't say that.
2: Stephen? Yes? Did you hear Catherine? Yes, I did. I'm sorry, Catherine. I'm
1: going to grasp you up. But, yes, I did hear you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang on. Thank you, Stephen. Come to you in a second.
5: Star? <laughs> Star? Yes? Did you hear Catherine? Thought of it was a little bit muffled, but I did hear something.
2: There we go. <laughs> Sam's gonna Sam's gonna find it, and then you can apologise.
7: I'm sorry
3: for anyone
2: to the ladies and gentlemen <laughs>
3: who heard me pronounce.
2: Don't even. I was saying contrary. I'm waiting for lightning fingers out there to. Uh... <laughs>
3: stitch me up no 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 there's no there's no hey Are you go off, no, there's, no sti- there's no
2: stitching up out there right all i've done is ask him to lift the audio <laughs> from this show and to to play it out so you can hear <laughs> what a terrible have you got it sam you you play here we go this is it let's have a listen um anyone else any other tv swing, people swing though swing I need to, he said many TV people go out and make swing, swing. albums. I can't think of. Well, I don't, there well, we go. Thank you. The country, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. There we go. I would like to apologise um, to Catherine's children. Um, your mummy. Your mummy. Your mummy is a very bad, I'm bad not. person. She's a I did put a putty on the end. But you're you common as well as foul mouth. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you, Sam. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. Let's carry on with, uh, with Nick Knowles. And, we'll, Stephen and Star, we'll come to you in a second. Here we go. Like
6: that. This had to be something that came from, from me. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud it's of it. Let's just already. remind ourselves. Um, he... I think it Hang really on. stands its ground as an album. It
2: really stands its ground as an album. It really stands its ground? As an, first of all, that doesn't mean anything, right? But Sergeant Pepper stands its ground as an album, you know. Who's next stands its ground as an album? This. Right, okay.
3: It says it comes from here. Hang on. You're singing covers,
8: Every kind of
2: people. Now, here's the thing. You, I'm going to play that again because you, if you hear this twice, you will not be able to stop going, <laughs> Oh, takes every kind of people. <laughs> like I've been doing all evening in the office. To me, what life's about. Every kind of people. This is the sort of stuff, right? When my mate, mates come over, Conan or Simon, will get the guitars out, right? And sometimes we record it, right? And, 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 and that's the kind of. We don't even cut that crap because we don't even. We don't work on play. Who sings that? And, Every kind of people. But that's if we were taking the mick out of people because of, Every kind of people. <laughs> and then we'd email it to each other five years later and go, oh, listen to this. But he's releasing this as an album that stands its ground.
6: Beat the world all round. I'm not trying to be Justin Bieber. I know <laughs> that I've got. A very specific voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a shit one, I mean. I imagine some people will prejudge it. Yep. But I think the the audience will listen to it. It's been a real joy. I hope I'm buying I it. people uh, enjoy listening. I'm to buying it, people, it I mate. am making it. Gosh.
2: Nick Knowles. The album's called Every Kind of People. It's released on the third of November, 2017. On Universal Music. Mate, I'm buying it. You can come in the studio. You can do a live session, buddy. I'm going to play every single... We are going to... You know what we did to the Pina Colada song, right? So that's track album's probably going to have 10, maybe 15 songs on. That's That's two to three weeks where every night... Um, November and uh, November is going to be exciting. From November the s- uh, the third onwards, every night will be dedicated to one song from that call it album. knowles November. Yeah, so we, that's what we, exactly what we're going to do. So then I started. Then f- uh, Stephen and we will come to an end. Then I started falling down the Nicky Knowles <laughs> rabbit hole, oh, right? And I, I found some other songs that he's done. He's got previous. Um, here's a, a clip of him on, um, Fame Academy a few years ago. Hang on. Oh, it's got a boot up on it. Oh, bloody complete. Yeah. Here we go. Hang on. Oh, there we go. Here 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 we go.
6: And I, I'm going to have a picture. I'm having it on my wall. I'm keeping the video. It's, it's,
7: it's brilliant. It's had me glued anyway. Good luck tonight, sir. Uh, knock Leslie out. <laughs> Nick Knowles. Singing for survival with The Lady is a Tramp.
9: It's Nick Knowles. Listen
2: to this. This is going to blow your mind. This is going to blow your freaking mind. She gets too hungry
6: For dinner at eight She loves the theatre
8: doesn't come late She'd
6: never bother With people she hates
2: that's why the lady is a tramp. I mean, it's incredible, right? It gets better, because then there's, um, uh, uh, him, uh... <laughs> so this, is a, this is absolutely incredible. It's my new favourite thing. Come on, computer. Computer. Hang on a minute. Oh, dearie, mate. It, 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 the, the computer knows we can only take so much excitement. Here we go. Here we go. it really is now What so, a range what uh, a what uh, a gravelly range three um, notes some of you may be thinking i'm i'm being uh uh <laughs> unfair <laughs> so, well, this person does Terry, not his real name. Says, "Hope for your sakes, he hasn't heard the utter tripe you two produced of the rabbit hole." Um, <laughs> well, we, you know, thank you, Terry. <laughs> Andrew's tweet texted. Dear Ian and Kath, can you hurry and get onto the Stockhausen, please? Nick Null's singing is worse. <laughs>
3: Have you seen this tweet from the Hounds of Sark? Go on. You should do an album launch party, you know, hashtag Nick album and... oh, party.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it really is... Um... Uh, it, it's quite remarkable. If you think we're doing him a disservice, maybe you, you think his singing is wonderful and is, is, is superb, then please phone up and defend. Will you be rushing out to buy Every Kind of People by uh, Nicky Knowles? 03444991000. Stephen and Star, stay there. Come to you after this. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with
0: Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. <laughs>
2: Well, my sister says Nick Knowles is the British version of Tom Waits, and as we know, Tom Waits for no man. Let's go to Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Hello, my you doing. I've got, a b- I've got a bit of a headache. I've got, b- it's not really a headache. It's, it's, um, it's quite, cl- it's uh, very cloudy. I've got a cloudy head. But apart from that, I'm fine, mate. What you got? Um, well, I bang up about
1: two things, but now it's three things. Beautiful. Um, you remember the other week you done? <sighs> just kept. Cast- is a part of the show. Say that again. How much is Kath a part of the show? And I said 70-30.
2: What, 70% my favour, 30% her? Yes. Uh. It's now 80-20. Oh! Stephen! Wagwan! one. And the other thing is oh. how you solved. Hang on, hang on, Catherine. Do you want to do you want to say anything? But keep it short if you can. It's
3: not well. I don't want to take up so I much of his time. Excuse so. me. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I'm a bit worried about your cough. Fags, isn't it? Oh, Stephen.
1: <laughs> so, the other thing is how yes. you solved. Uh, I wouldn't say you solved the burglary, but how you huh? got my stuff back this week.
2: Oh, okay. Well, uh, yes. Tell me.
1: Um, as you know, I live in a tent. I'm homeless and, and they got divorced and all that and um I stupidly befriended somebody earlier on last week and they saw what I had. I don't live in unluxury. I'm not in luxury but I'm not
2: unluxurious.
1: Un- you know? So they came round. Yes. They 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 and I helped them out and sort of Anyway, they went back later that day and burgled me tent. Oh, scumbags! Um, they stole me tablet and me battery packs. They've got these battery packs that I charge up in the bookies. Yeah. Um, and they stole them. So I sent a few text messages, you know, like in Tempe. You know, yes. yes. you know, I all you're zooming. Yes. And I sent a few of those f in this, effing that. Yes. So I don't effing get my stuff back and... So I sent a few of them. I know who it was. I've I got some... So I was sent some text messages and then these two fellas rang oh, me up. yes. And said, um, if we bring your stuff back, can we call it a day? Oh. And I said, we
2: get you, wore them, my stuff you wore back. them down with abusive
1: texts? That's unusual. It, well, it was a few calls and some people went to places and stuff. Oh, and, and
2: all right. You got the heavies so in.
1: They, they, they <laughs> so they rang up. These two fellas rang up and they weren't the most intelligent people in the world. No. And this fella said to me, Is your name Ian
2: Lee?
1: What? I went, no. Uh Uh-oh. And he said, well, no, you must be Ian Lee. Well, you know when you do Twitter? Yes. You know, on the front of your tablet, it comes up, you you know, Ian Lee has Twittered and, uh, you know? Yes. Because your name came up. They were so...
2: Hang on. Are you saying some ruffians want to duff me up? No! Thank no. Christ for that. I was wondering... No, no! Oh, still no, wondering I was where no. this is going. No. That's, this was not going there. No! No. See... Oh, no, no, missus! Because
1: they would seen you come up on the front of my,
2: my tablet. They, got, they capped themselves because they, they knew that I was... I knew karate. No, I wouldn't have said that either. Well... <laughs> do you know karate? I do know, I know karate, man.
1: Karate master.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, master now. No.
1: Anyway, i got it back.
2: I'll bring my nunchuckers oh. in on Friday.
1: And the other thing I was going to say. Yes, sir. Is. Um, you know, you can't do nunchuckers on a radio show, can you? Yes, you can, mate. They don't work. Yes, it, no. Uh,
2: well, well, no, because first. I'll be the other end of the phone. Well, you'll hear. I'll do it. I'm so precise. I'll be doing it by the microphone, and you'll hear. <laughs>
3: Interspersed with. <laughs> ow, oh, ow,
2: Yeah, <ow. laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll bring, bring my chucks in. Maybe Thursday I'll bring them in. And the
1: other thing I was going to ask is. Um, is there any tickets left for Brighton? No, it's sold out, mate. Oh, uh, you're joking. No, I'm not. It's sold out today. Uh, I've got a Twitter. I saw a Twitter. Mate, have
2: we been banging on about it for two months? I know, but
1: I only... I, I, Plenty
2: I of tickets left for Scunthorpe this Sunday. I don't know where Scunthorpe is. Thanks very much for calling. Brighton on the 14th is sold out. If you've not got your tickets, you're not coming in. Um, Scunthorpe? Shed loads of tickets, like about 60 tickets left. Um, at Hull, 140 tickets left. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know where we're playing, go to com and have a look at the events page there. Good evening, Star. Hello. Hello, Star.
7: I was ringing to guess
2: the, the little bit snippet of song that Here you played. Here we go. What song is this?
7: It is from Pete Burns's band, Dead or Alive, and it's "You Spin Me Right Round."
2: Ah, uh, you're thinking now, now. Interesting, you're thinking of, aren't you? What What is this song? What is this song?
7: See, that sounds That sounds like the beginning of of the song.
2: Okay, but this is the one I was playing originally. That sounds totally different to what I heard. Well, this is the... That's the one I was playing. Okay. So, do you know what this is?
7: Is it the same song, just a little bit further in? No. No,
2: this is the beginning of the song I played. <laughs> and this, Okay, you, okay. try this one. Do you know what this one is?
7: See, that's, that's, that's what I heard. That's,
2: that's not what that's I played! What I that is not what I played! <laughs> You absolute <laughs> lunatic! <laughs> I'm on... I am being very precise this evening. After picking up Kath for her C-bomb, I am being... This is what I played. <laughs> and this is what you claim you heard. Uh, I have not got a clue, then. Thanks very much for calling.
10: <laughs> Even Steve!
11: Hiya. Hello, Steve. Well...
2: You trying to, are you lighting a fag about,
11: up, Steve? Uh, pardon? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I can hear the lights are going. Oh <laughs> well, I did phone up to talk about XTC, but um yeah. I don't think there's any more room in my head after hearing uh, Nick Mills. That's
2: yeah. That's something, isn't it? Yep, that is that is something else.
11: Um but no XTC like uh yeah. It was a joy to hear them the other night. Like, I kind of get that song out of my head.
2: Yeah, the good band. Go and, buy, go and buy all of their albums. So what's your favourite? My favourite album is... Oh, I can remember what it's... Skylarking. Uh, Skylarking, that's it, thank you. Yes, yeah, Skylarking is the one.
11: Yeah. That was a fascinating thing with the guy with the panzine and that, like... Yes. He's talking about his daughter's talking to yeah. Stuart Lee and all these people that are, like Kevin Eldon and all that, and all listen to XTC, because I okay. don't know, I just didn't know, I just I didn't realise they were so innovative. Yep, they are. Um, well, thanks
2: anyway. <laughs> thanks so much for calling. Is it me, Catherine? Or, it, I, I feel... I feel like I'm having to do a lot of work tonight
12: <laughs> with everybody. Is
2: that it or Have you noticed that? I've noticed
3: that. I feel it like I'm Monday. having to do a lot of work. I think what happens over the weekend is that listeners uh, don't get cranked the way they do during the rest of the week, and someone's forgotten to yeah. wind them up. I, don't, I, mean, they come on. I mean, he was still like feel,
2: feel free to phone up and have a chat about anything, all right? <laughs> But you, you kinda gotta give me something. You gotta give me a little bit of sugar.
3: I've got a friend who, whenever she rings up, it's like, I have to entertain her, and you think. You rang oh, me. Oh yeah,
2: I got a friend, and he's a good. I'm not spoken to him for years, actually. But the fun, and he's such a nice, he's a very gentle man. Uh, but his, his, I would dread his phone calls because they, they were. They were. I would, I would have to drive those phone calls. Yeah. I would have yeah. to drive them. Um, and
3: at the end of the phone call, she always has the gu- the goal to say to me, "Well, I've got to go. I'm really busy. <laughs> you rang me.
2: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So now we've got two songs on the go. What's this? <laughs> and then, what's this? Okay, was... <laughs> <laughs> Three, four, they are four, different songs 4991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call and by the way um top top marks to uh who was it who did it hang on let's get this right who was it who did it oh to to ray top marks for this Stockhausen and Waterman. I mean, that's... Come on, that's a great one. Oh, come on, Catherine, you grumpy old moo. 0344, <laughs> <0-3-4-4, laughs> you sea bomb dropper. 03444991000. Wow. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number. We're trying to name these two songs. And also what we're trying to name and so someone has uh, uh julia said is the song blue monday by new order oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call um i did something um i did something stupid today i did something stupid and foolhardy it wasn't just ordered two pizzas before we came on which is why we're all little windy bops um i'm off next week um, uh, I'm off. I, I, I never take a week off, but I'm absolutely shagged. <laughs> if I'm completely honest, I'm, I'm battered, and there's so much is happening outside of here that is just, I'm s- so stressed, so stressed. So I've taken a week off. I didn't have a week off in the summer. I don't think I had a week off since I went to um, Wales. When was that? That was March, wasn't it? Jeez. Jeez, I'm, I'm a bit like granite. Anyway, so I've got a week off, and I was just going to go and rent a cottage again in Wales, or you know, something, and just go off and walk in the woods and stuff like that. And then, for some reason, last night, when I was watching Buck's Fizz, I don't know why, but as I was watching, I thought, "Oh, maybe I could go somewhere abroad for a few days on my own, just for just for a few, you know, just for a few days, somewhere not too far." And um, so, um, I've booked six nights in Marrakesh. I'm going to Marrakesh for the fir- uh, sorry for the second time, so I did a radio show there, didn't I, did about ten, twelve years ago. Um, but this, this is the first time. I'm, first time I'm going to Marrakesh uh, on my own and f- for not work. So I've, I've I've booked it and I spent ages fanning about on um, price comparison websites, and um, I did that thing. You've got to you've got to delete your cookies every time you go to a new website. Delete your cookies because the price keeps bouncing up. Bouncing oh, is that up. right? Yeah, well, it keeps bouncing up. And in the end, I've got flights and a hotel for six nights. Four hundred and ninety quid. That's amazing. Now the flights—they're um, not direct. There's—I there's think there's a stopover of a couple of hours. So I think that the journey time's about six hours, which is which is—I spend a couple of hours in Casablanca Airport. I'll be cool with that. And the flight back is like half past six on Sunday morning. That has to be all right. I'll get, I'll get up. Be fine. I'm not a problem with that. Um, and the hotel—it's kind of more of a hostel-stroke hotel, but I've got my own room. I've got my own bathroom. Um, I always think that these places. All I want is is um, a bed and somewhere reliable to take a dump, <laughs> and and that's it really. Because the rest of it, I'm not going to be in, I'm not going to stay in the hotel room in the day. I'm going to be out, um, um, probably smoking hashish and, and getting bummed. This is <laughs> what are you talking about. This is what I, I don't know. I, I don't know much about Marrakesh, so I've, I, I ordered. I've ordered um, a, a guidebook that's coming tomorrow. I'm going to Marrakesh. And I, I, and I don't really do these spontaneous things like this. And, um. Let's move over Michael Palin. Yeah. And isn't it? Well, I'll take my little digital recorder and I'll make like a little audio diary. But my plan is to go there, take a couple of books to read, do some writing and walk and walk and um, come back wearing a fez and curly slippers. Mm. That's, that's the plan. If anyone has any tips on, uh, Marrakesh, you're not allowed to, um, Uh, I can't remember what what money they use, but you have to get it in the country and you can't take it out of the country. Right, that's what
3: they said
2: about Cuba. uh, About where?
3: Cuba. Cuba.
2: (laughs) So, prepare to be ripped off, um, I think, is is the key phrase uh, there. But um, I'm wondering... what to do but I, I was just sat on my bed feeling miserable because partly because I bought Call of Duty 3 Black Ops and it's rubbish. It's not it's not real war. It's you're fighting robots and you can run uh, you can run against the wall. So that was disappointing. So to get over that disappointment, I thought oh, let's have a little look here and oh, oh I can Oh, it's, it's seven hundred and fifty quid. If I oh, this is if I can get it, if I can get it for less, here, if I can get it for less than five hundred pounds and it's decent, I'll do it. And then I could, and and then I found myself paying by PayPal, and I've done it. And so I'm going, going on. Uh, so Sunday we're in Scunthorpe. If you want to come and see me and Catherine, we are in Scunthorpe. Plenty of seats left at the Cafe Independiente. Uh, then we have to leave Brighton early Monday morning to come back, and then I'm going to get straight to Gatwick Airport to. Uh, to fly to Morocco, I arrive at half-past ten in the evening. Uh, look out. Look out, nightlife. Here comes Lee. Let's be having you. Uh, 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Macy. Uh, hi. Oh, is, uh, is this Macy Gray? Oh, uh, I wish. Oh, <laughs> you you sound a bit like Macy Gray. No. Do, you, do you know the Macy Gray song? No, I don't know it. Do you know who Macy Gray is?
1: Yeah, I do. Who is Macy Gray? A singer um, from the 80s, was it? Yeah. That yeah. try to say
12: goodbye go and a choke.
2: That one. Great song. Yep. Massive stoner. Massive stoner. Yeah, I know. That's why she's choking. Yeah, we go. <laughs> I like Macy Gray. I bought that album and I liked it. <laughs> but you're not Macy Gray even though you sound like her? But then maybe Macy Gray would say that if she were to phone up my show again.
8: She'd say, I Uh, got Macy Gray!
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, Macy Gray, uh, Macy, what would you like to say?
1: Um, what do you think about the Premier League this year? Or football? do you think's going to win it? Um...
2: Spurs? Really? Are you serious? Um, oh, no, okay. We- uh, West Ham, then? no, 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 no. you got to be kidding. Um, uh, Arsenal? No, that's even worse. Come on. Port Vale, Port Vale. Port vale? Oh, no. Accrington Stanley.
1: Uh how you know? Yep. They're definitely going to win it.
2: Have I got it right? Yeah. Nice, one, man. I enjoyed that. Thanks yeah. a lot, Macy. Thanks for calling. What the hell is going on with these dotards? Thanks, Kimmy Yum Yum. What's his name? King Yum Yum. Kim Yum Um, Yum. Isn't it funny when the leader of North Korea is teaching us our own language? Well,
3: he's not really, is he? Why? Translator is. Well, either way... He said something in Korean and they translated
2: it. Either way, because of him, because of our... uh, 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 This was it. This was it. This was it. I was, looking, I was looking at going to North Korea. This was my first choice, was to go to North Korea. Oh, I've just remembered. And I was Googling um, trips to North Korea, because you can go, and it's expensive. But I thought, you know what? I'd love to go to North Korea. But you can only go at certain times. You have to book it through. A, there are only a few companies that do it, and they only do certain windows throughout the year, and, and, and there isn't a window to go next week. But yeah, I was, I was looking at North Korea. North Korea was going to be the first choice. I was going to drop a few grand on that. And go to North Korea. That would have been exciting. Good evening, Jay. Please, for the love of all that is holy, be the first decent caller we've had this evening.
13: I try to say and I joke. I enjoyed that song. I
2: like it, it a lot. It's a good um, song. It is a great song. Yeah. I know I know there's the two songs. OK, Play right. Here we go. Here we go. So which one's this? I'm your Venus. OK. Your Venus. And which one's this?
5: Is it you? Pin me right round, baby. Right. right round. (laughs) Okay. I'm
2: gonna. Now I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. um, Right. What I'm gonna say is. Go on. You got both answers. You got no. You got both answers wrong. Boom. But you got. You but you did mention one of the correct titles, but you didn't attribute it to the right song. Oh. Thanks uh, for calling, Jay. (sighs) With seven callers deep. We're well, still playing this game. We've had no. There's no quality. I can't get onto the Stockhausen until we get this done. I can't do it. Flip neck. Dotards. Each and every one of them. Man alive. Do you know what a dotard means? Yes, I do actually. Do Go you know on. what it means? Go on, yeah. Well, do you know what it means? Yeah, I do. It means someone who is old. Doddery. Uh, thank you, Well, yeah, I know. I was. I was about to say that. But you waited for me, and then you jumped in after I'd filled in the blanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew what dotard means. Okay. We have no evidence that you knew what dotard means. Yeah, you have. No, we've got no evidence. The evidence Coming from you, previous... you, potty-mouthed harridan. Is <laughs> it harridan, Is that the word? You don't even know what because harridan is!
3: I think I do, but I don't know why you'd be calling me it. <laughs>
2: Oh, man alive. Uh, Do you know
3: what pushing your luck
2: means? 0344 <laughs> is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Please, Bill, will you be the first decent caller of the evening? Hello? Hello, Bill. <laughs> no.
4: No, you're OK. OK, um... You're going to Marrakesh. Uh, to quote a place called I know a song about that. It's by Crosby, Stills, Nash Young called I'm, "I'm Taking." I'm going to Marrakesh. It's called. I'm go, it's called what? I'm
2: going to Marrakesh. Yeah, it's, it, that's what it's called. always. It's Crosby, Stills, Nash Young. It's. It's called. Well, you've just named two different groups there. Who is it by? And what's it called?
4: Well, it, 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 I can remember some of the chorus, which is they're taking me to Marrakesh. All on board the train. I'm certain it's um, uh, those people or whatever as such. Um, and and it's, called, straight
2: straight it's called I'm Going to Marrakesh. It's so, called I'm um, Going to Marrakesh.
4: Something like that. I mean, I, it's, um, yeah, something like that. I, I, obviously, this is back in the hippie days. Yes. Can you sing it
2: to me, Billion?
4: are taking me to Marrakesh. That's, speak- that's, s- train. that's speaking I, I don't it. I do sing because I usually, um, you yeah, know, if the building's on fire, I sing because it empties it quickly. Come on, come on then. Let's hear it. They're taking me to Marrakesh. That's speaking it. You're speaking it to <laughs> St Jude. Come on. I'm doing a Rex Harrison uh, bit. Of is of this
2: Rex-
7: Nick Knowles? <laughs> <what
2: it's> <laughs> Bill, thank you very much indeed. Uh, the, apparently there is a song called I'm Going to Marrakesh, uh, which is appropriate for me because I, too, am going to Marrakesh. Not on a train, on a plane. Um, hello, Chris. Hello there. Hello, Chris. How are we doing? Not great. Not
11: great. is that, then?
2: W- we've not had one decent phone call yet, and I suspect we're not going to get one now.
11: No, I don't think so. I think I know both the songs, anyway. Okie dokie.
2: Let's start with... What song is that? You think you're a man, but you're only a boy. <laughs> OK, then with... <laughs> what song is this?
11: That was you Spin me Round, dead or alive.
2: Well done, at last. Thank okay, God for that. you get wrapped, you're now through to round two. <laughs> what song is this and who sings it? Love
12: and can be banded.
13: The feeling's gone, body's missing too long. Divine again. have the
2: heart. <laughs> who it's sings it? the heart to tell you. It's Clifford. Please. Oh, all right then. All right. This guy, this guy <laughs> is Tender. good. Okay, here we go. This is all these are all from the stable of stock Aitken and Waterman. Here we go. Oh, no oh, sure that one. Oh, Chris, <laughs> and you'll call him from Liverpool.
13: I failed. I failed.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Thanks for calling, Chris. Thought <laughs> 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 like serious. What is this song? <laughs> it's a great one. That it's a it's a great compilation, a cracking compilation. That is me sorted for the next uh, the next six months. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, if you can give me any more on Marrakesh apart from a song called "I'm Going to Marrakesh," anything more than that would be um, gratefully appreciated. It's a safe. It's a safe country, isn't it? Marrakesh, yeah. Morocco, Morocco. Yeah, ish. It's, it's Africa. Safe is isn't anywhere it? else. It's Africa. Um, North Africa. Okay. Are they the good Africans?
3: It depends. Uh,
2: it's um,
3: there was a little skirmish, wasn't there, on the border?
2: Well, the border, Shmorda. Uh, it's Muslimic, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Um, I don't drink, I don't smoke hashish, um, and I'm not a homosexual, so I should be I should be well looked after there. I would think. I don't know. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit nervous. Let's go to uh, Terry. Good evening, Terry. Hello, Terry. Kevin. Ter- Terry. Kevin. Terry? Not Terry, Kevin. It says Terry on my screen, Terry. <laughs> well, call me Terry then. Thank you, Terry. What uh, would you like know, to say?
4: I know, I know, last song you've just played.
2: What is it and what was it for?
5: Uh, let it be ferried for that, Um what was it for? Uh, would it be? Yeah, you know, it won't be Zibroga. It was Zibroga. Listen to this,
2: guys. McCartney goes Stock, aching and Waterman. This is great.
10: When I find myself in
8: times of trouble, mother. Me.
2: We'll do. When we come back, uh, thank you for that, yeah. Terry. You, you you won a million pounds. Um, when we come back, we'll play it, and we'll see if we can recognise all the singers. That was obviously Paul McCartney and Boy George. Yes, got those. Let's see if we can recognise. It was right. It was called Ferry Aid. Um, I thought they did Ferry Cross the Mersey, but that would. But, be that wrong, would do, no. but they did do a charity version of Ferry Cross the Mersey, didn't they? I? Remember Jerry Mars? It was after this, Jerry Mars. Anyway. Um, 0344-499-1000. Ray and Kyle, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. When we come back, we're going to play Let It Be Ferry and we're going to see if we can, um, name all of the performers. We've also got a, a really good interview with a guy who's compiled a book of uh, letters of complaint to the BBC. It's a cracking book. I'll, I'll, I'll get all the details because I, 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 I think a lot of you would enjoy this book. I absolutely loved it. 0344. 0344- 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm not here next week, guys. I'm going to Marrakesh to quote the famous song of the same title. Um, so if you want to speak to me, tonight's the night. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 344 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. I'm Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and
0: on DAV. Take a far-out trip into the twilight zone of late-night radio with Ian... Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation.
7: Make contact with Ian Lee.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk
2: Radio. Evening? Strange, um like delayed start to the show this evening. All the calls have really made me work hard for my money. 03444991000. So far we've spoken about Bucks Fizz. Um, we've dismantled Nicky Knowles' singing career. We're playing uh, Beat the Intro with uh, Stock Aitken and Waterman Tunes. With no uh, no hint of irony because we love them. Let's take a couple of calls and then we'll see if we can name the pop stars in, uh, in the ferry
14: aid. Yes, Ray. Good evening, Ray. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 It's right? so lovely to be hearing the music of S- S.A.W. Isn't it great? I-, I, loved, I loved them, even when they were,
2: you know, like, everyone hated them. <action> yeah, me too. I loved, I, I loved them. I don't, I don't get the, I think, I, you know, people think it's cheap and it's nasty and it's cheerful. You, you try having, you try having, uh, how many hits did I see that Mike Stockard had in the top 75? Something like 100. So it, and it's an insane amount of hits those people have had.
14: Yeah, and in AC uh, nine. I think they had about
5: eight, seven, maybe even nine number ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all, get all these snobby old
2: blokes on Twitter yeah. going, "Well, like, you know, of course, uh, you, you've got, you you can't compare it to Motown. You've, it's really important to uh, remember the political climate in Detroit in uh, when Motown... No, it isn't. No, no, no little, little kids, uh, people that were buying those records didn't, didn't give us stuff at the time about the political climate of Detroit. That, and also, here's the thing, Motown released a load of stinkers as well. Everyone forgets that.
3: Can I also interject? Yes. The 80s were crappy for a lot of working-class yeah. people. So, yeah, it, it was a quite similar political climate. I know there wasn't the racial thing going on. Well,
2: but there was, in a certain extent, there were for black people in Britain.
3: Yeah, but I'm not... Uh, Yeah, therefore
2: on the rise. But, 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 but but, but Motown released a load of stinkers, you know? So, yes, you can compare them, you absolute musical snobs. Anyway, Raymond, what have you got?
3: Right, well, let's
15: have a crack at this, Beat the intro, then.
2: Well, hang on, we haven't... We're not playing that anymore, really. Right, no, hang on, I'll find, find, no, I'll find one. All right, here we go. Tough guy, yeah? Have him. Um... I'll give you an easy one to get in first, OK? Let you warm up, yeah? OK. Here
14: we go. All right. Oh, dear, that's a bit brief.
3: Oh, come on. Easy.
1: Did it... Oh. Oh,
3: this is the easy
1: one! Really? Oh, that's showing out. Get fresh at the weekend. Bye. Bye. Melon and
5: Kim. You're through to round two. Ah, uh, say I'm in your number one, boy, Princess. OK, you're through to number three.
2: Oh. Oh! Gordon, happening all over again. Jeez, this guy's a hit machine. Right. <laughs> right, we're going deep. We're going deep. Go.
14: Roadblock by SIW. Oh, he's making you sweat. No, he's
3: not. No he's, <laughs> not. no, he's not. No, he's not.
2: No, he's not. No,
14: he's not. Here we go. Oh, Brother Beyond, he ain't no competition.
2: OK, all right, OK, OK, fine. And again?
7: Oh, Lord.
4: Oh!
3: You got him. Oh! You got him on the ropes. Yes. Yeah, do, do.
7: Again, go on.
2: Last one, mate, last one. Oh. That was... Uh, again. All not right. Big, not big fun, is it? No, it's not big fun, but it's big fun cutting you off. Uh, I just found this. This is on here as well. That. Oh no! Oh no!
8: Really? Life goes on. Day.
2: Molly Johnson. That was Gary. That was James So, fairy. We're going to play Let It Be in a second. Let's go to Kyle first. Good evening, Kyle. Good evening, boss. You all right? I'm very, very well, thank you, mate. What can you do for us this evening?
14: Well, I was going to say, Well, I was ringing up, obviously, whilst I was old, I missed the reveal because I was going to say it was, uh, was Ferry Aid. Well, do you know this? No, you see, that sounds like. Uh, oh, no, it's not. It sounds like the start of Mercy Mercy Me by uh, my like man, it. Robert Palmer. Yeah, it's not that. No, it's not. Don't know it. Don't know it, boss.
2: Shall we... Shall, do you want to play... Um, shall so we should see if we can name everybody in, um, in Ferry aid then?
14: Well, I was going to say, this might be... Because I didn't know you were going to do this in the feature I've just looked at who the backing singers were on that. Well, don't tell like, us. Um, don't tell us. No, I'm not... No, there's no, some amazing names, but I won't tell you. Well, no, don't it, tell honestly. us. We can't right. let you play, then. Well, what Well, well can, I, can I give you one name? Then, no! Then? C- come because we're about I- to...
2: <gasps> He's gone. Right, so we're going to try and. Here we go. So we're going to try and name it. Okay? We know the first one's McCartney, second one's Boy George, okay? McCartney's great. When as well. I, find in of I love 80s McCartney. Love
8: it. Paul McCartney, number
2: one. Okay, now we're going to go to Boy George.
8: And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom, that? let it be. No, I
12: don't know. Here
8: Let it be. Still in. Let it be. All right, boys. Let it be. Let it be.
2: Oh, whisper words of wisdom, let it be. That's someone different. Is that the bloke from Brother Beyond?
3: What, Ben? Is he called
2: Ben? No, Ben, you're thinking of Curiosity. Oh. Uh, Nathan.
3: Nathan.
8: <laughs> all right,
2: so we're going to write this down, because then we'll look it up. So, Macca, Boy George. Yeah. I'm going to say Nathan. Go on, but, but question mark, though. Nathan, question mark. Okay, all right.
4: <laughs> when the in... Who's that?
8: Let it be Oh though there may be
12: party There
2: is still a chance that they will sing Oh who's that I know who that is Who is that? Um there may be party There is still a chance Tony Hugley? No it's not No Alison Moye? No. Alison Moye. It's not Alison, Alison Moyet. Moye. Listen Still a chance. Listen to that bit. That's Alison Moye. Let
8: it be still a, chance. a chance. Although there may be
3: hearted. The so kids. Still a chance that they will
2: see. Moye.
3: <laughs> is it though or is it a fella? Well,
2: that's why it was, she was called out, out wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. This is a great game. By the way, if you're listening, and you, you can help without cheating. Good but don't don't cheat. And we got Chuck Winkle on the line, which means we're gonna have a news flash soon. And we got Callum, but oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Okay, so we've got up to Moye. An
3: That's gotta be Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo
2: in yeah, yeah, All yeah,
3: singing yeah. together, like yeah, girls scene. at a
2: karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. Let it be,
8: let it be, let it be, let it be,
2: let it be. Is Kylie in there? No. She would have a solo. Yeah. Sounds a bit Kylie. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be.
3: Let it be. be. Mel and Kim? No.
2: I think that sounds like Kylie. I think Kylie's. Maybe. (laughs) That's Kylie. It's Ki- not. Kylie's in there. Is backing, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 Kylie's in there, definitely.
8: Answer, let
2: it be. Let it be. We'll watch the video in, uh, in a bit so we can see. This is, this is great fun. I hope you're enjoying this at home. Here we go. Answer, let it be. Oh. Oh.
3: Jackie
2: Graham. Is it? I reckon. Let's put that down. I like Jackie Graham. I met her. Lucky, lucky. Oh.
3: Oh. the shadows. Sounds lucky, doesn't cool. it? That's got to be made.
2: Whoa, now that is heavily processed. First thoughts it's Donovan and Kylie. But no, I'm not, not
3: sure.
8: It's not Donovan.
2: No. Okay. Vandross? No. Why not? It wouldn't be, would it? Why not? We don't know who those two were. Um, a boy and a girl that sing together.
3: Um... I mean, it could be Dollar.
2: No, it not be Dollar. When you say Jackie Graham, it might be Sunita. No. That's Van Dross.
8: No, it's not.
3: That's Van Dross. No, I'm telling you, it's not. That is Van Dross. No. Who is that? It's not Lisa Van Dross.
2: I didn't say Luther. Oh. Be, let it be, let it be. Yeah. Unfortunately, dear listener, you're going to have to listen to this again as we play the video, so... <laughs> Try and remember what we've gone. Really sorry, guys. You'll <laughs> you have to hear home. this a second time. <laughs> be,
12: let
2: be. That's definitely Van Dross because Carl said there were some impressive singers on there that surprised him. Oh! Tracy's uh, tweeted us. Yeah, we've heard Kim Wilde. We've heard Kim Wilde. I reckon Kim Wilde was just before Van Dross. Kim Wilde.
3: And I'm getting lots of people tweeting that it wasn't Alison Moyer, it was Andy from Erasure. Oh,
2: get out of town. I'm not... What, that was singing or was it called Alf?
3: No, that was singing.
2: No, 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 no. Well, I'm not looking at Twitter because I'm not a cheat. <laughs>
3: on the summer within there. Yeah, maybe.
2: myself in times of trouble Cindy Lopper, no. No. Um, Blondie, um... When I found myself... I found myself No,
5: it's Kate Bush. That's exactly who it is, yes! Kate Bush! What the hell wow. is she doing in there? She's
2: raising money for the victims of Zibroga, good for her! of trouble. Father, Mary comes
4: to me
8: Speaking words of wisdom Let it be Let it be Let it be Let it
2: be This is brilliant This is a brilliant version wisdom, I love a big choir Love a big choir
3: may going at it
2: it doesn't sound like may here we go i like this this is great A little bit self-congratulatory at the end. Um, Go us! We'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll find out who was who. Across the UK, online
0: and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio. Oh three four We'll play the video in a bit and we'll point out who is who in a second. Good evening, Callum. Good
10: evening, you all right? I'm all right,
2: Callum, you all right?
10: Yeah, not bad, thing. What you got for us? Uh, an observation on this radio station—it might sound daft, but to say it's twenty-four-seven conversation across the nation, but it goes to talk sports at night, and I don't get that. They're both on DAE.
2: Um, but it's still twenty-four hours of conversation across the nation.
10: <laughs> it is. They're going about football, and it gets boring.
2: Yeah, that's
3: a interesting conversation. Yeah, isn't it?
2: There's, I mean, you know, listen between ten and one in the morning. It's not to everyone's tastes, but it's twenty-four hour conversation.
10: It, it's is,
1: it
2: is. Sometimes we have lock-ins on this show, and we go on later than one o'clock.
10: I know you've started doing that. Maybe you're starting to.
2: I mean, what do you mean we okay. stopped doing it? We've, we 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 only introduced it two weeks ago. Well, we start somewhere. Well yeah, well, yeah, but we haven't stopped doing it. We started it two weeks I'll ago. Started, started. Oh right, sorry. okay, right, right. What would you like to hear through the night then? Just load a clown ring up. Clowns ring up. It <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> also yeah. shows like Howard show as well. Um, I listened to Howard at the weekend. It was uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a good one last night. It was. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you believe in uh, all that all that rubbish? I believe in a lot of it. Uh, on. There's a lot of it out there. What about 9/11? Who did 9/11? Was it Was it the American government? Illuminati. Was it? You did ask. Yeah, I did. Oh, I did ask. What uh, makes you uh, What makes you think that? Where's the evidence for that? It was to reconstruct
10: uh, society across the world, and how the world is today.
2: Hasn't worked, has it worked?
10: does it? It's made it more violent, which is what they wanted. Why did
2: Why would they want more violence?
10: It's the One World Order a New World
2: Order But why, so would, why would One World, New World Order want more violence? You'd have to ask them.
5: Uh, well, yeah, you're the violent.
2: one that's come up with that... You were the one that's put forward that um, I- I- intelligent idea. I don't understand why... What would be their benefit of more violence?
10: It's supposed to rule of fear, don't they?
2: And while that fear's there, the uh, system will remain. But if, I, if everyone were happy and had food in their belly... And mm. money in the bank, wouldn't they be more likely to do as they're told? You would think so? But it doesn't seem to work that way. If 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 I had enough money in the bank, right, and and the government were, you know, were nice, and it, then then I'd then I'd vote for them. Mm. Not one that m- makes me more scared. I, I know. I systematically
10: all be equal. Mm. About that used to be in an the ancient world.
2: In the ancient world, one day we will return to the ancient world, Callum. I, I, believe, I believe that.
3: did needs to kill each other in the ancient world quite nope. a lot? Like yep. Cleopatra you know, went through about four of her siblings. I don't
2: know it's
10: happening now,
16: isn't it? It is. It is, Callum. Oh, the Best there, yeah.
2: call of the night so far, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Here we go. Right. So let's go through this. Right. And um, so this is the video of. Now uh, why is that? There we go. <laughs> Paul McCartney's voice from 1970, I've been reliably informed. Oh. Even though he's gone in my in 1980. Look with, at his,
3: with his hair from 1980.
2: Love it. So we've got Paul McCartney, yes. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Slides out of the window, right. of wisdom, remember? Let it be. There we go, window.
8: And in my hour. Boy George, we're
2: all right. She is dead. One of Bananarama and Nick Kamen. Nick Kamen. <laughs>
11: and one of Bananarama. Siobhan Fahey. Actually, it's Karen Woodward. It be, yeah,
2: was it? Yeah,
5: I've got a list well. of Who's that? King, Mark King. Be, Paul King, Paul King. Paul King from King. <laughs> Mark King from Level 42.
2: Jackie Graham.
3: Who's
2: that? Who is that? Um, Jackie Graham. That's Taffy.
3: Oh, Taffy.
2: Who's Taffy? I have no idea. Who's Taffy, guys?
8: Oh, Andy Bell. They oh, he's Andy Bell. Yeah.
4: There was me? Oh, like, so <laughs> yes! <laughs> Mark King on bass.
12: Mel
8: Kim. Oh, I was right. Mel Kim. I there will be an answer, let it be. This is brilliant. Let it be. Oh, Melanchthon.
2: Let, let it be. Let it be. Who's that? Who's the fella with the long hair? Melon- um That might be. That uh, might be Gary Moore.
12: There will be an answer, oh, let man. it
2: be. Oh. I think that's Graham's grand sponge, but lovely. That's Gary Moore on guitar, not Brian May. Get his coat on. He's not staying. <laughs> not flat? <Clark. laughs> of course it is. It's so boring. He's worked this out using a computer and an abacus.
4: <laughs> That's how you do it, Gary.
12: Beautiful.
5: That... Kim. Nick Kershaw. And Kim Wilde. There we go.
8: No, that's is. Yep. There
3: is still a light that shines on Yep. Who's that?
2: Who's that man? Edwin
3: Starr! <gasps> Edwin Starr! I oh, it wasn't Luther Vandross, but I didn't think it was Edwin Starr. Yeah,
2: been it? <laughs> <Great> voice! Let it be.
11: Who's smoking in the studio? Up oh, there's the curiosity. Music, man.
2: Who's, the, who's the fella smoking with the hat in the studio? So it's Ben Volpierio. Ben, we pardon? Ben Volpiero. That's his name, Ben Volpierio. I don't know who his mate is. He's obviously brought someone just to smoke fag. I guess we <laughs> Then we turn away. Be, the white jumper. It's it a be, boss. Has Mike Stock coming round this house on Thursday.
8: Legend, there he is, legend.
4: Oh, Ruby me Turner.
8: Bur yourself in times of trouble Mother Mary comes to me Speaking words of wisdom and let it
2: be Hey <laughs> Wacky thumbs along Now. Here's the choir. I can read out as in the choir. The Alarm, John Altman, Debbie Ashby, Al Ashton, Rick Astley, Rama, Simon Bates, Alison Bettle's, Errol Brown, Bucks Fizz, Jay Carley, The Christians, Hazel Dean, Anne Diamond, Difford and Tilbrook, Doctor and the Medics, The Drifters, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Go West, Felix Howard, Gloria Honeyford, Imagination. I'm missing out some of them. Suzanne Mitzi, um, Linda Lussardi. Ruth Maddock, Bobby McVeigh. Oh, Bobby McVeigh's... Hang on, Bobby McVeigh's in Bucks Fizz now. Okay, fine. Uh, Sue Pollard, Maxi Priest, Princess, The Nolans, The New Seekers, Hazel O'Connor, Mike Osman, Susie Quattro, Mike Reed, Mandy Smith, Alvin Stardust, Steve Strange, Terraplane, Bonnie Tyler and others. I think I just saw um, the guy who plays Ali Osman in EastEnders as well. (laughs) You probably did. I think I did. He is! <laughs> look,
8: look, look, Kath! <laughs> it's the book and plays Ali Osman! Totally is. It's the bloke plays Ali Osman! <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know who Kate, Kate Bush reminds me of when she was singing? Oh, that's made my dear! Yeah. Better speaking voices like um, Alison Steadman in Not to Moo, Cuth, Cooth.
2: Cooth. Ali Osman from EastEnders. Flipping heck. All of our callers have dropped off now.
3: Well, I mean, what else is there to say? <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> apart from, apart from uh, Chuck Winkle. Good evening, Chuck. Howdy, everybody. How, howdy, Chuck. How's, uh, how, I'm guessing things are bad and you've called us with some breaking news. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, got, my, I've got my serious voice on tonight. Like. Okey-dokey, Chuck. We'll, we'll, we'll hand it over to you then, sir. What's happening?
13: Right, well, it's all been kicking off between uh, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. Uh, there's been quite a exchange of words going on, actually, and I've got, the, I've got the transcript of it, if you like me to read it. Yes,
2: please, Chuck.
13: Right, uh, just one Right. OK, so, first of all, Donald Trump said uh, to Kim Jong-un, he said, you you are a uh, knobhead. And Kim Jong-un said, that's well unfair, you silly man. Why did you say that? And uh, Donald Trump says, well, I don't, I don't really care what you think, Kim Yum Yum. You're a right idiot. And then um, Yum Yum said, well, your mum's fat. And then uh, Donald Trump says, you are such a knobhead. How dare you call my mum fat? Right, I'm going to really take mick out of you now. And then uh, Yum Yum went, right, well, if you're going to take mick out of me all the time, I'm going to cry uh, well on your ass.
2: <laughs> and is that the last exchange, Chuck?
13: Yep. War has been declared, and we're all buggered. That's why I'm driving round, because I'm scared to park up in case
2: I see a explosion. Can you... If it's safe to do so, Chuck, can you look out of your window? Can you see any missiles or, or military aircraft? Eh, uh,
13: well, I will only look in there, my... Holy jackamoly, I think I can sit there, and deliver No, no, it's a lamppost.
2: OK, OK. Well, so we could... Just keep driving around, Chuck... Right. Try and stay away from large cities or military bases and, and, and let where exactly are you?
13: I'm in the Detroit, Washington.
2: Well <laughs> right up on the United States of America. Okay. Well try and get to, to try and get to high ground, Chuck. Well they'll hug your loved ones really closely like tonight, please. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. Best of luck. Hope we speak again. God bless America. God bless America. Thank you, Chuck. Um, do hug your t- loved ones re- very tightly, please. Um, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. well using losing sleep.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We
2: have ways of making you talk. Um... OK, we've got... I've, I've noticed there's a kind of a theme running am- a, a amongst some of the guests we've got. A lot of authors I've been speaking to recently. Um, Mark Lewison, who's written these wonderful tomes about the, the Beatles. Johnny Rogan, who's written some brilliant books about the Kinks and, and uh, Morrissey and Ma. Morrissey sent him a death threat. Said that he hoped he died slowly in a pile-up on the M3. Very specific. Um, yeah. Um, and, and you'll probably hear those later in the week. I imagine we'll play Mark on Thursday and, and Johnny on Friday, I, 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 I think. Um, and a couple of other writers. We've got a guy coming in who's written this brilliant book as well. He's coming in on Wednesday. He's written a brilliant book about um, Al Pacino. He's set himself the rather unfortunate task of watching every Al Pacino film. And that may sound like a, a, a great idea until you remember the film he made with um, Adam Sandler. Um, but we spoke to this guy last week maybe even the week before, a gentleman called Colin Schindler. Um, I saw this book, uh, a little write-up of this book in the Daily Mail, and I thought, oh, that is right up my strasser. Um, I'm sure I speak for many others unpublished letters to the BBC. It is an absolute... Delight of of he was allowed to trawl through the uh, well you're you're, you're here, um, it's a very very funny book and um, if you know anybody in your life who's a bit geeky and nerdy like me, buy this book for them. Anyway, uh, we spoke to Colin maybe last week, maybe even the week before, um, and this is what he had to say for himself. Um, Colin, yes. um, I, I got your book yesterday, Right. Um, I'm sure I speak for many others, unpublished letters to the BBC, that's and cool. I love it. I've not read it all, and it's one of those books that's delicious, because you can just kind of dip into it as and when you want, and it, it's Indeed. all different sections. Why? Why did you do this? Where, where did you get the idea from?
9: Uh, Well, they came to me. I mean, I'm a I'm a social historian. I've and I I work both sides of the fence. I'm a social historian, and uh, I've worked at the you know I've been a producer at the BBC since 1981. Oh wow. I mean, not consistently, but, but you
2: know. What did um, you um, What um, did you do
9: at the BBC? What shows well, did you do? The things that you all heard of is probably Lovejoy. That's the one. Oh, that have heard
2: no, of. I, my dad used to work on Lovejoy. My dad, I, I think, for a series, did the props on uh, uh, did uh, he? Lovejoy. Yeah.
9: Well, I was the producer of Series Six.
2: Oh well, there you go. You say, I I um, I think I came to the set of Lovejoy once, and I even had one of those. Um, jackets they gave out at the end of se- the series. Remember those big black jackets yeah, that had the Lovejoy yeah. logo on? Yeah, yeah. I had one of those. Oh, you worked on Lovejoy. That was a great
9: programme. So where, where was the... Where, cause see, we changed locations halfway through the filming. Yeah. Some, well, initially, we were in Essex, in the sort of pretty part of Essex, near Great Dunmow, And then we moved to where I... When I took it over, it was based in Suffolk in Long Melford.
2: I can't remember. You, you may or may not know my dad. His name was Malcolm, Malcolm Rugby. And, um, he did a lot of props at the BBC. Yes, the ne-
9: I remember the name on the credits, certainly. Yes. Wow, f- there you? isn't it a small world? How funny.
2: Yeah, Very quickly, I, we, my, being a props man, when I was a kid it was the greatest thing, because on Saturdays we'd just go and play in the props department as seven-, eight-year-olds. You know, we'd go <laughs> and play in the TARDIS yeah. and we'd go and sit in a Darlene. Oh, wonderful times. Great. Um, anyway, so- <laughs> sorry, we're going off on tangents, which is what I like to do. Um... So you work with the BBC, and, and they came to you then and said, look, we've got these letters, would yeah. you like to put them in
9: a book? They came to my agent, and my agent said, I know the perfect person for you. Right. And um, how many... So these are these are letters of complaint written
2: by the public through the years to the BBC. And um, I, had, uh, I went straight to, working in radio, Colin, I went straight to the, um, the radio chapters, um, and... It's a it's a real social history. You mentioned being a social historian. It really is the number of complaints about the word blast yes, being exactly.
9: said. Funny you say that. That surprised me as well. You know, I'm, I'm not, still not even sure what what it's short. It has to be like blimey yeah. is short for God blimey. Yeah, I don't know what blast is short for like that. people could took offence by. It.
5: Well, it's it's yeah, it's got
2: to be something religious, hasn't it? It's got to. I don't know if it's yes. th- if yes. there's a passage in the Bible that it references or something. But there was there was, it, it, it's these wonderful letters from from the days when people used to write letters, and they are addressed perfectly, and they are they're all the ones I've seen them, I and there may be others.
9: Very very polite. Well, that that is one of the things that that, that is distinctive about about times past. People had better public manners than they do now. I mean, you know, we are all the you know. I, I don't think people in the Middle Ages were that different. No. But you know we are we are human beings. But but the social conventions change, and the social convention, for example, you know I was spent last night coming on a train coming home. Sat, a woman came and plonked herself next to me, and opened this smelly. Carton of hot junk food, yeah, yeah. which she started eating. And the smell made me physically nauseous. Now, i must to say that that wouldn't have happened in my day. Well, if it didn't, it wouldn't have happened in my day because we didn't have takeaway food no. like we do now. So who knows how we would have behaved in 1965 if we'd had that? So you can't you can't castigate this one person for saying we were so much better when you don't know what we would have been in similar situations.
2: I like you, Colin. We we'd get on well. I think we share a lot of the same bugbears. I um I get embarrassed if if I, occasionally I will have a sandwich on a train, not a smelly one. I I, I, I think it's rude to eat oranges uh, in public transport because oranges have got a very pungent aroma. But I I've, I was
9: always told not to eat in front of people. Yes, well, I've, uh, yes, well, I assume people aren't told that anymore. No. i am certainly told that. Um,
2: and it's it being... Uh, you know, I, d- doing this radio show and, and, and little bits of TV that I have done, it, it, and I, I started TV just as the internet was kind of starting, so I've seen... You know, I used to get letters. But now, um, if I say something that people find objectionable, they can tweet me, you know, the foulest of abuse... Um, and call for me to be sacked and to be shot and FSC, all of all of this stuff, and, and I get it instantly.
9: Well, that, in a sense, is my point: is mm. that that the the anonymity of these internet trolls and, and and Twitter users allows you. But people, there was I think it was only one or maybe two. Letters in that whole collection, which are signed anon. Yeah. they all, put then you know, the full names and address, and you know, and I've had to take the addresses out. Yeah. And I've had to shorten the names to the initials because of le- for legal reasons. But essentially, what because they, they didn't write it for the publication, they wrote it to complain. But they wrote, you know, even the ones who said, I, you know, in in, in unless I get a personal response from the director general by you know midday tomorrow, <laughs> I shall instruct my lawyers to have him sacked. <laughs> I mean, they're all done in, in a sort. They're not done in that foul, abusive no. manner. Which which they're. You're complaining about.
2: They are beautiful to read. Um, I loved how there were lots of um, letters um, after the Second World War when Labour came to power, accusing the BBC of anti-Labour bias, um, which yeah. is how thought, things yes, have changed up
9: very quickly. Yeah, yeah. You see, you're not. Know, you see, I grew up in the time when. If you were anti-government, you were anti—you anti the Tories. Well, yeah. everybody was anti the Tories. Where I live. everybody was anti-conservative. <laughs> but so it was astonishing to me that people actually took took against the um, uh, took against the Labour Party. I mean, this is the great Attlee government that mm. revolutionised the welfare state, that gave us the um, you know the National Health Service and, and the National Coal Board and, and British Railways and all the, the good things that people have been dying for during the Depression era. They did all that. And they're getting, they're getting mocked mercilessly on the radio and people are having to write in to complain. Um, how did you get the letters? Did you get actual physical letters that yes. you sort of... Oh, yes. oh, did yes. you really? And I think I probably... The selection really? that I made was probably um, biased slightly towards those which are typewritten, which right. was sort of yeah. 40% of them, because sometimes the writing is genuinely very difficult to read. But yeah. I have actually signed one, Mystery Legible, That's much me saying because <laughs> I couldn't read his name. But the letter itself is so interesting the, 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 I actually wanted it in the book. What a fantastic! So did a, a big box just arrive at your house? No, 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 no. It's it's all held in the archive. Okay, at, at uh, Caversham, which is outside um, oh, Reading, well. and you have to go there. And you have to be a bona fide researcher. You yeah. can't just want it's not it's not a you can't just wander in off the street as it were. Oh, god, yeah, that's sounds... You have to make an appointment, and it costs money to go there. Yeah. And and you could you're always at the mercy of what they kept because. Right. You can't just ask for programme X and, and expect it to, to arrive, because it may well be that that they, that they didn't keep the letters to that particular programme. Well,
2: this is the thing. I am... Boy, oh, boy, that sounds like an Aladdin's cave. I was at um, a, a new broadcasting house the other day, and I was recording something for Radio 4, and I turned a corner, and in this, in this very dark corridor was this huge glass cabinet that took up the whole wall, and I looked, and there were sort of these, these um, old leather-bound things in there, and I looked, it's every single issue of the Radio Times since it started, yeah, just yeah. hidden, hidden yeah. away, and the, the, I, I was, so where, their Caversham sounds sounds wonderful. I was surprised, because a lot of these letters are from the 40s, and I was surprised mm. that they they kept them at all.
9: Well, the first one goes back to 1932 that yeah. I quoted, you know. So, I mean, it's. It, and there's probably. It depends what you ask for. They only give you what you ask yeah. for. They, and, and, and they have to have a special file within the programme file saying correspondence. Otherwise, it doesn't, doesn't really exist. So, you have to dig around. But when you read those letters, they're all. They're so genuine. And when I read the Radio Times, letters these days, mm. and I, haven't, I haven't, read, you know, haven't read back, because I had enough material to deal with. I, it, they all sound the same. It's mm. peculiar, that all the letters in the Radio Times sound like, I mean, I'm sure they haven't been, but they that sound like they've been written by the same person. But the one that the ones that I've found in the archive, they are so distinctively unique and different. That's the thing that, that you notice instantly, comparing the one with the other. I'm going to ask you the impossible question. Have you got a favourite? Was there, was there one that you, 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 you blew your mind or made you chuckle? or you just... Oh, well, the one that blew my mind was the one written to the Queen. I oh, think I've there was, not seen that, that one yet. That there's a chap who just, from Bubbly Salterton in Devon... Who's decided that the only person who can sort the BBC out is the Queen, and he's written Mom, you know, in the sort of way, uh, and uh, and and he just wants her to go down to the BBC and sort it out, once and for all. And the the i don't think the Queen actually you know, has much interest in scheduling BBC One, which is said. Uh, so you know, she passed it on to the Postmaster General, who passed it on to the DG, who passed it on to the Correspondence File, and that's how I got it. Um, how did it work? Did, did anyone ever reply to these letters from
2: the BBC? Yes, now,
9: that, yes, now it's a very good question. Um, they did, and, I, and my instructions from the publishers was they didn't want that because, oh. they're all, because they want the feel of the real people writing in. There is a particular um, um, famous figure in BBC history called Hugh Weldon, mm. who r- was frequently at the, at the receiving end. But he, he was the one who came out and justified... The famous word that Kenneth Tynan used, and he said, "You know, it was used sensibly in a, in a mature and and an adult discussion, and I would defend it." And the BBC had put out something which was like a fudge, saying they apologise for any inconvenience caused. And for
2: those who don't know, this was the first, the first ever televised use of the F word. Yes,
9: that's yeah. correct. Yes, 1965, November 1965. Mm. And Hugh Walden wrote, wrote a series of letters to people explaining why he felt it necessary to come out in public and, uh, and defend the use of it. Because, and I've put in the book the context in which the word was used. When you read you know, the actual conversation between Tynan and Robert Robinson and Mary McCarthy, you, you see it is used, actually, yeah. perfectly sensibly. And it is ten past eleven at night, on Saturday night, and there won't be that many four-year-old children. Thursday. But all the people who wrote in, of whom there were, must have been many thousands, were watching a programme which they knew would offend them. That's the thing that always occurs to me. They might not have expected that word but they knew they were going to get upset by this program so why watch it well but they always did
2: oh well they, they, and they they still do uh, because the, uh, people love to um, be offended and, and I think I think a lot of viewers and a lot of listeners they like something to be angry about and if it's a, p- a presenter who uses bad language or is objectionable or holds a view that they consider objectionable it gives them a, a reason for their anger a target for their anger
9: well, I can understand it in 1965. It made some sense because, actually, that was not a word that, you, you, that yep. was heard much. But nowadays, I mean, I, you can walk into any shopping mall and over and if you walk past people and overhear a conversation, you'll hear it two or yeah. three times. It's become standard speak in, in this country. In 1965, when that word comes into people's houses, and they can't stop it, if you've gone to a, a cinema and you paid your money, you would actually couldn't really object. But you, if you turned on your television or your radio... yeah and you heard words you didn't like, you've got no way of stopping it, and, and that's what people really object, object to do, even within those, you know, why would they use the word blast, and the blasphemy they found in the 40s of those radio programmes that we talked about, it's because they couldn't control it. It's coming into their homes un- unbidden. There's and that's a- what gets them so annoyed. There was a great phrase in the book, and
2: I can't quite remember it for bad language, uh, something like um, gentlemen, oh, men's language or something,
9: because only men in, in yeah, well, those days would use coarse language like that. I think, that's, I think that, that, you know, until possibly 20 years ago, that would still be the case. I wouldn't like to put a date on it, but that, you know, it, it, it still... I mean, it sounds very sexist, but I'm still surprised when I hear women using language like that. I am surprised. I can't help it. That's just how I am. No,
2: I know, and it's a a generational thing, because I'm not. You know, and and I guess it's because, you know, I, I am... Kind, I'm, well, I'm kind of more used to it, I suppose. It is, it is a generational thing, and, and but th- th- this book is so good. I, I've, and I, I saw a, a review of this somewhere, Colin, and I knew that I would love this book, and I've not read it all yet by, by a long shot, but I'm, I'm really enjoying dipping in. Um, and it, it, it really is a great... Um, uh, it, it's social history, uh, and, it, and it shows just how people have evolved in terms of what we think is acceptable, what we think isn't acceptable. And as I get older, Colin, I, part of me does think maybe Mary Whitehouse was onto something. You know, well, maybe you know, she was.
9: Yes, uh, I mean, she was a great hate figure for, for, for yeah. my generation, as, as I'm sure you because she was like my parents' generation. Yeah. So, so for me, when I was 20 in the 60s, you know, she was the great, the great figure. the you know, the rotten fun spoiler. Mm. However, when I think, you know, there's a programme, and i just, you know, I'm using this not because this terrible programme, but because it does indicate what we're on about, which is there's a naked dating programme <laughs> on, on Channel 4. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine what Mary Whitehouse would say? And, and what astonishes me, and I'm astonished that yeah. that's on the television, on a terrestrial channel. Yeah. And I'm just curious, what would be the production meeting when, they, when they're going oh. to pitch the idea to the controls of the channel? <laughs> like, I've got a wonderful idea, why don't we just look at people taking their clothes. I mean, it's just Call unbelievable. Colin, I, um, th-
2: that, that, that programme, Naked Attraction, I think it's called, is on when my radio show is on, so I'd never seen it. And a couple of weeks ago, we had a little pre-recorded, just like this, we had a little pre-recorded interview we played out, and I, I can't stand listening to myself, so I said, let's go and sit outside and we'll watch TV for half an hour. And that was on. And I couldn't believe, believe it. it! No, quite. I could no. not believe it. I won't, I won't tell you about the TV show Naked and Afraid, then, which is another programme. No, I haven't heard of that, and <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm going down I, that I, I, No, I don't think, I don't think you ought to.
9: Um, I mean, I'm not offended by it. I just think it's it's a rotten programme. Yeah. I just think it's a dearth of imagination. I mean, yeah. that's the best you can come up with. You're thinking about what would be a great programme. I mean, I think it's really... Why don't we all take... I mean, you have to be eight years old to think that's really wonderful. <laughs> anyway, that's... Sorry. They wrap it up in science well, as well. Yeah, they, that's well, they get, I think that's how they get it. What's the IBA doing? Whoever's the regulator, the controller, I'm just absolutely astonished it's on... I mean, I'm not offended. If I don't want to watch it, I won't no. watch it. I don't ask for it to be banned. I'm just astonished... But this is what we've been reduced to, essentially. You,
2: you, sh- you should write a letter, Colin, I think.
9: Well, <laughs> well, this is what happened when I was doing the research. I soon. I started to become the people themselves, I yeah, sympathise with those people, and I just want to write my own, you know, I absolutely <laughs> want to get the Director-General sacked, you know, because of something I don't like. I mean, it's so easy, I've, not that I've changed my mind, but I was, you know, the, a teenager in the 60s, so I loved oh. all that stuff, I couldn't understand why people would object to it, but as I get older, clearly, this is the passage of time, and it happens to everybody, you go what on earth are they, yeah. do they think they I mean, I'm a little more tolerant than some of those intolerant people who wrote the letters, so So I'm not writing letters, but I can understand why they did it, and I do sympathise. And as you say, they're always written rather respectfully, which I think is terrific. Um,
2: the, 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 it's, the book is handily um, cut up into chapters for, for, for different programmes, and, and boy, oh boy, I'm looking forward to that was the week that was. Mm. Um, but also there's a chapter on Grange
9: Hill, and that kind yes. of s- sticks out a bit a bit like a sore thumb. What, what were the complaints about Grange Hill? Well, Grange Hill, when it started, was groundbreaking. It was revolutionary. It dealt with things like... Uh, Teenage vandalism, teenage pregnancy, um, it dealt with menstruation, I mean, the the number of middle-class women who wrote saying, I do not wish my children to hear this sort of, to be informed about this. I mean, so when it started in about 1979, 1980, the first four or five years, it was absolutely revolutionary. Nothing like that. You'd never seen a comprehensive school on the screen before. You'd seen lots of Billy Bunter and, and private schools and Eaton and Harrow, but you had never seen an ordinary comprehensive school with ordinary characters reflecting what it was that children experienced on a daily basis and they loved it for obvious reasons yeah. and teachers hated it because they thought it just encouraged them. There's one series of letters I had master writing in saying we had the first you know, malicious fire alarm yesterday and that was because they had all watched the programme the previous <laughs> night which had a malicious fire alarm and I'm sure he was right. Yeah. So that's why teachers didn't like it. They thought it was going to be copycatting and all that.
2: Um. The the book is delicious, Colin. I, I, it's 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 such a joy. I, I, if you know, Christmas is coming up. I think I genuinely think it, it think it makes the ideal um, the ideal present. It's called. Totally, I'm yeah. sh- I'm sure I speak for many others. Unpublished letters to the BBC, um, it, 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 a volume two. Is it too soon to ask for a I volume wonder, two, Colin?
9: There, if, the, if, the, if, the, if the if the public demand more, there are more. I mean, I know there are more because I've read them all. And in fact, you know, I had to cut out oh, a good a good 25% of what I'd actually put in, because they, they wanted the book to be the size that it is. Yeah. Plen- so, yes, i got plenty. There's plenty more where that came from.
2: Colin, we'll get you on again, mate. I, I, honestly, I think, I think the book is great, and uh, I'm really looking forward to, to, to finishing it, and I've, I've really enjoyed chatting. We'll, we'll have to get you back on at some point. Thank you.
9: That's really kind uh, of you, and I, I'm sure your listeners would like that. It's the sort of book that you just you just want to pick up and yeah. say... Oh, absolutely marvellous. I, oh. <laughs> I feel exactly the same way.
0: Brilliant. Uncut. After-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on
2: Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We're back. We're live. It's 11.51. I always feel I should tap the mic to indicate we're live. It doesn't actually hmm. prove anything whatsoever. Um, the book is A Joy... Uh, and I thoroughly... I see a couple of people on Twitter have... Ordered, isn't it funny? You talk about a book and people are buying it as we're talking... It really is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I can't listen to the show when those interviews go out. I, I listened to a bit of the Jeff Fahey one on the way home on Friday, but I can't. generally can't listen. So I was watching Gogglebox and they showed the funny... I've forgotten... I meant to talk about this last week. The episode of um, Crystal Maze with the cosplayers. Oh, man, it was the... F- Even if you don't normally watch Crystal Maze... Watch that one. It is so funny. You haven't seen it with the girls yet, have you? No,
3: I haven't. They do like the crystal maze, though. They might have seen yeah, it. Yeah,
2: the boys, the boys are getting into crystal maze now. They really enjoy it, actually, um, because it's like a video game. Yeah, and it's like a real video game. But the the, the 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 cosplayers are such numpties when that guy's swinging about <laughs> on the planets. Um, and then they started talking um, on Gogglebox about Ryanair, and I forgot I could have booked a cheaper direct flight. To Mar- Marrakesh with Ryanair, but um, it's not worth. It's not worth the saving the two hours there and the two hours back, and and saving eighty, hundred quid, whatever it was. It's not worth the risk, is it? Because yeah, you just don't know what's what's. I Even mean, I, 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 I've never. I think I've used Ryanair once, and I don't really like them. I don't like that thing of. Um, um, being slightly secretive about you know what the final thing cost is going to be until you actually get to I don't like all of that um so but but I I, I was thinking because it was only for a few days and it's just me I was thinking I, I can but it's not worth the risk is it Cause you just you don't want to get an email saying oh no we're cancelling that flight either out or or back because you'd be buggered what a nightmare that must be for you know, a fa- imagine a family have booked a flight somewhere and you get an email the night before saying, Yeah, no, sorry, that's not happening now. And and that no one's getting refunds on their hotels. If they've paid for the hotel, they've still got a shell out for the hotel. That's incredible. I hope that company goes to the wall because it's it's just shockingly bad management and a shocking treatment of um People, I just had another slice of pizza, so I'm feeling very. Oh, did you? Here's the thing: I'm not eaten anything all day. This is my this is my thing, right? I'm not going to beat myself up about it tonight because I enjoyed it, got some stuff out. I enjoyed the pizza, but my thing is, I won't eat throughout the day. Or I'll eat a tiny little bit in the day. Then at night time, either if, if I'm in, in Windsor, I'll stuff myself there, or if I'm going home, I will stop off somewhere and just buy a load of stuff. And I've stuffed myself at night time, and this seems to be um, a trend that I have noticed. That I can I can eat quite healthily or, or you know quite leanly throughout the daytime. Then when the night time comes, <coughs> I went and had another curry last night. It was a nice curry, but um, it was bigger than I should have had. And this seems to be this is my this is my problem with. Uh, I don't know anybody loses weight. How does anybody actually lose weight? I saw um, some footage of me when I was in Hawaii. Um, that must have been before the kids were born. Something about eight years ago. Eight nine years ago, and a I had long, luscious locks, and uh, it was brown hair, not grey, not white. It was brown, but also I was so slim. How do I get back? I don't. I don't think I can ever get back to that. I think maybe this is it now. This is where I am, and this is it forever. Is it?
3: No, I think you're in a funny time of your life, and it'll all swing back. But you do, you know...
2: I might start... Uh, might, I might start doing cocaine, but um, I need... I'll start smoking. I need some kind of artificial dietary. My mum was um, addicted to diet pills mm. in the 70s. I remember and you and telling di-
3: me she used to get a lot of dusting done.
2: Yeah, diet pills. were speed. Amphetamines. Um, she was constantly beavering around, you know, and, and, and it was because she was on... Uh, I don't know if she was addicted to them, maybe. But the doctor was prescribing her diet pills. Wow. Fantastic, yes, please, Dr. Mason, for that would have been the gentleman that was doing it. Uh, dear listener, We have another hour to go. Uh, I want to talk to you about Stockhausen and split infinitives. This show ain 't nothing if it 's not varied. Um, you can give us a call as well about absolutely anything you want o three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Just a quick reminder of some of the bits and pieces. Uh, we've covered so far. We t- talked about Bucks Fizz, uh, Nick Knowles and his singing career. Other TV presenters. There we go. Here we go. Other people that have gone from from TV presenting or acting to um, to making records. <laughs> Telly Savalas, Robson and Jerome. <laughs> and you know who produced that?
3: Stokkekin and Water. Yeah, yeah,
2: there. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Robson and Jerome did. Um, Telly Savalas was a good one. Who did? Uh, who was the fellow that did Macarthur Park? Um, the original version of it it was uh, Richard, uh, Richard Harris uh-huh. Richard Harris did it 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call you're more than welcome to um, my name is Ian Lee, her name is Catherine Boll the show It's the late night alternative on talk radio <laughs> Talk Radio Roll up roll up don't be shy another hour of this absolute nonsense to go don't forget i will not be here next monday or at all next week so get your calls in now i'm Ian Lee this is Talk Radio
0: the late night alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio
0: we have ways of making you talk
2: respectable, respectable,
8: respectable. pressure on
2: Kim Appleby on. That would be, um, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Having a chat with her.
3: I heard this on tape.
2: Mel was 23 when she died. And it's, uh, she was very, very sad. That's, um, I, I liked a bit of Mel and Kim. How could you not like a bit of Mel and Kim? A bit of fun. It's a bit, a little bit of fun. That's all it was. Wonderful. Very sad. Yeah, let's see if we can get Kim on. It'd be nice to, um, to have a chat with her and let her know. That people still love her. Good evening, dear listener. Last 55 minutes of the show, 0344 499 1000. This is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Catherine, what's a split infinitive?
3: Okay, so, um. uh, So if you. Right. Okay. I'm going to pick up the kids. Yes? If you say I'm going to pick the kids up, you split the infinitive.
2: But what does. Okay, well, I don't don't even know what you did there. They were talking about it on Radio 4. And I was there, sat there listening to it and thinking, I don't, know, I don't, I don't know what okay. they're talking about.
3: So you pick up the kids. Yes. If you pick the kids up, you've you've split pick and up. And they should go together. What do you mean? Pick up the kids should go together.
2: How do? How is um, to boldly go where no man has gone before? How is that a split infinitive? <sighs>
3: to go boldly, isn't it?
2: I don't, I don't know. It's my, I, it's, I mean, it's only the language I was, I was born with. I, I
3: haven't got a clue about that one.
2: That's what the one they said. Mm. To boldly go. Where but no
3: man has gone before. And
2: oh, no. uh, what's an infinitive then?
3: I think, right, I think an infinitive is... I don't know. I no. think an infinitive is... Yeah? The ver- Like two words that make up the verb. So. To pick up.
2: No, no, no. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't even know what adverbs are. I don't know what adjectives are. I don't know. I know an
3: adverb descri- an adverb describes the the so, doing word.
2: So fast is an adverb.
3: Yeah, you run fast, yeah.
2: I run fast. Uh-huh. So I, I do karate good. Well. Yeah? Is okay. karate is karate a verb even? Is karate no, a you, doing no, word? No, because it's
3: not high like karate, is it?
2: High karate? <laughs> <laughs> it's high karate.
3: High <laughs> karate. Um, do do would be your your, your doing word. Okay, it?
2: so so I know verbs. Verbs are like to run, yeah. to read. The doing word. To climb. Mm-hmm. A noun is a television.
3: The thing, an object. A box. Mm-hmm.
2: A finger. Um, adjectives.
3: Is it disc- is the thing that describes the noun?
2: A colourful box. Yes. A beautiful dick. Whoa. A delicious vagina. Okay. So those, my, I just these are just literally the first thing that. that oh,
3: well, I know the first thing that comes to your mind. That's come to
2: um, my mind. Um, <laughs> God.
3: They were getting very, very. They didn't just say that on Radio Four, did they?
2: No, 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 no. Um, they. Oh, gee, who wants to hear my Radio Four voice? Does anyone want to hear my radio? Radio
16: player.
2: BBC. Do you want to hear my uh, my radio? I, I was on Radio Four at the weekend, guys. Been. Uh, being posh. Um, Let's get Matt on while I sort that. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, how are you? I'm confused, but I'm okay. What you got
11: for us, boss? Well, I was just calling out listening to you and Kath arguing about what a split infinitive is. Yes, Um, do you know? uh, Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, uh, The infinitive of a verb is, so for instance, if you say to go, that is the infinitive of the verb go. Hang on, hang on. To go? Well, what does infinitive mean? I don't, I'm not entirely sure what it means in terms of a definition of it, but if the but the infinitive of any verb is is the basic element of it. So if you're talking about the verb to eat, then I eat, you eat, he, she it, oh, eat. Oh, they eat. Yeah. We eat.
2: We all scream for yeah, ice cream.
11: That's exactly it. Yeah, yes. but the infinitive is the definition of the of the the core word itself. So to go to eat. So in French, être uh, to be etra
2: et
11: is to the infinitive. Vous, vous, tu, yeah, tu but in French, you see, it's an irregular verb, so it's just to a nous sommes, vous êtes, Yes. But the infinitive is être to be. Yes. So if you split the two and then the core function of that verb by putting a, an adjective oh. or an adverb in between mm. it, hang on. To boldly go, you've split the infinitive.
2: So the okay, so the, fin, the infinitive is to.
11: Yeah. The, to the verb and then, is go. Yeah.
2: And, to, and the
11: adjective is boldly uh, yeah I think it's an adverb actually okay describing describing the verb yeah so if you put the word if you put the adverb in between the two and the and the the chunk of the verb so the the, the infinitive is to go to eat to be to sit yeah. and if you put any any adverb any describing word in between those two words you split the infinitive so
2: um um so okay, to, give me another example. To hungrily eat. Well, that doesn't make sense, though. Well, to hungry, uh, 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 I'm going to hungrily eat a hot dog. That doesn't make sense, though. No-one would say that. Well, they might do if they're a bit weird. Weirdos! Oh, OK, fair play. Weirdos would say... So without splitting okay, the infinitive, think...
3: it would be to eat hungrily. But
2: hungrily isn't... But no-one says they're going to eat something hungrily. No-one This is that. a
11: terrible example. Right. To eat greedily. What? Noisily. Noisily, yeah. To, to eat noisily. To Kath noisily eat.
2: Noisily
11: ate. No, that's not splitting the infinitive because you're not using the infinitive of verb. <laughs> Kath <laughs> tends to eat noisily.
2: No, but isn't. But No, but Kath. If I say Kath, Kath noisily eats, then Kath is like saying she. So that is. An infinitive. What? If I say no, she, if important. I if I say, hang on a second, guys, listen. <laughs> if I say she noisily eats, yeah. I, have I split the infinitive?
11: Well, I don't. I don't oh, know, I don't know. I, don't know. But, I mean, the infinitive is normally the the, the 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 form of the verb which is prefaced with the word to. <laughs> so you have to say. Um. So you have to say. To go or well, to well, eat. I, don't, I think actually, I think that the people that are the pedants that argue that you can't spit the infinitive would say that you should put an adverb after the verb rather than in the middle of it. So the thing with Kath noisily eats, uh, cat eats noisily would be, be a, yeah, I guess a purist, untrue would that, is that, what say, it a be. form of splitting. Well, of course, it's untrue, Kath. I'm sure you're very dainty burping. No, I, I saw noisily. her, I
2: saw her, um, <laughs> I saw her noisily eat burgers. Oh, like a, be. like a, um, a rabid, a, like a rabid, s- noisy pig. Wow. In America.
11: I mean, there's the answer to how do you lose weight. Every time you feel peckish, just so, get cat on the, on the, on the video phone and get her to eat a burger. The video right.
2: phone? Is this guy calling from the 80s?
11: He's from Space Oh, then. I don't know what it's called. Do I hate that time? Thank C you, Max. Yeah, bye-bye.
2: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Monk on. Oh no, good for him. Um, uh, 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 but uh, uh, but you did when we were in America. Oh. You hoovered up those burgers well, like a like, a like a Vax would hoover up um, David Badcock's. Wow, John no, no,
3: no, nothing, nothing's that hungry.
2: Do you want to hear my uh, Radio Four voice? Listen to this. Listen. Six six. Or you can go to the website bbccouk
11: Whatever. forward slash action Get line. to this guy every week on the programme. Yeah. We'd like to hear your news. There you go. IPM at bbc.co.uk is where to send a single sentence about what's happening in your life. Reading our bulletin this week from Talk Radio, Radio Academy Award nominated Ian Lee. Hey! Radio 4 voice.
2: Maybe I was a bit, I should put more emotion in. I had a brain scan and had to wait 24 agonizing days until I got the all clear by post. During the weekend's 77th Battle of Britain anniversary walk, I trod in the footsteps of my father, who repaired spitfires damaged in aerial combat. It was very evocative oh, seeing good. the wartime turrets and trenches now home to wildlife.
3: There we go. Despite
2: teachers I'm and tutors forward. assuring her that she was not good enough, my dyslexic daughter I mean, has graduated well with done. a BSc good in computer her. science. Good Onward on. and upward! Oh, I have acquired a dog for the first time in my life, so now one jacket pocket is full of dog treats, the other has spare poo Ticks. bags, oh, and the car Catherine. has developed a distinct doggy smell. Oh. Today, my lovely son became my beautiful daughter. Oh, I now have to decide how I'm going to cope with this change after having two sons for the last twenty years. Well, I'm good at this. I, do the next. I retired early because Here I was fed up with a you so-called good. colleague undermining me at work and making my life difficult. She gave me a coffee mug of hers to mend, because I'm good at that sort of thing, and I threw it in a local lake. That's good. Local lake. I like that. This week, I remembered Helen Corfray, who died in the 1985 earthquake in Mexico, aged 21. Didn't didn't laugh after that one. I am in my second ever week of teaching, and a boy has done a searingly accurate impression of me to the rest of the class. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, my four-year-old grandson had the operation on his leg that he's been waiting for for over a year. He is fine and is very proud of his little gold Zimmer frame. Oh. This week, my GP said he wanted to remove a small growth from my face in his minor ops clinic, but I shouldn't worry because he used to be a surgeon. Oh. After 16 years naughty. of fidelity to my partner, I propositioned a single friend. He turned me down. Naughty, naughty. Hang a little bit freestyling now.
11: Radio Academy
2: Award-nominated Ian Lee, using yes. yes. sentences of
11: news, sent to IPM at bbc.co.uk. Ian, do you have a sentence of news that you're going to going to share with us? I certainly
2: do, and it's groundbreaking. This week, I saw my seven-year-old son play football at school for the first time. He was as bad as me. How bad were you? Oh, God, I was absolutely I terrible. In. I was, t- I I was terrified in. of the ball. Um, I was all legs and arms, just like he is, but he enjoyed every second of it, and I was very, very proud watching him. Ian Lee. Next week. There we go, you see, ladies and gentlemen. That that is uh that's my radio four voice. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. James, stay there, come to you after this. Experience the unconventional Even, the unpredictable What's up to me? and the
0: completely unorthodox Exactly. with rule free Ian Lee, the late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio.
2: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening James Hi Ian, how are you? Oh I've got a bit of a headache and I feel a bit bloated and um I am suffering stress unlike any I have ever suffered before and this Sunday I thought briefly about killing myself. It was only brief, and it wasn't a realistic thing, but that's where my head went. Um, oh, no. But um, uh, but I'm sort of OK today. You
7: did ask. OK. Um, split infinitives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir! And
2: now I feel a whole lot better. Thank you, James. Yes, yeah, split infinitives. <laughs>
7: No, I think I think it's been sorry. It's been largely discredited um, that it's it's a it's a bad thing to do. Like you know you know how in in English when you you used to make a list and it used to be comma comma, then there was at the end and you shouldn't have a comma before the end.
2: Hang on, but Tom O'Connor.
7: No, the comma before the end, the Oxford comma. I thought you said Tom O'Connor. Not Tom O'Connor. Who's who's on this list? Okay, so, say you're going, you're going shopping. For he said
2: action. Tom O'Connor. He said Tom O'Connor, and <laughs> then he talked about the, co- the comma. What? <laughs> so give me another list without uh, without comedians on.
7: Okay. um... Okay, so you've got Des O'Connor. Oh Jesus. You got <laughs> Hazel. You got um, yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then and then Tom O'Connor. So you, so before before the end. Yes people told you not to put a comma absolutely oh.
2: correct yes of course not but
7: then but then you find out that that's that's poppycock and you can do that whenever you feel like it you
2: can do what whenever you feel like it put a comma and an and you,
7: you, well, yeah you can
2: put a comma and an and shut up right so i'm going to write a list here so i'm going to write well first of all i wouldn't write i'd write if i was writing a shopping list i'd write it vertically and i'd put a dash before each one
7: okay if you're listing okay Oh,
2: in I a book know. i'm listing in a book right so yes. um so um I, I, i'm going to write achievements okay i'm going to write a chapter in a book so um last year i visited um last year i excitedly visited the following places now some of these may be true some of these may not be true
7: the following places. You, you're the infinitive there as well, I think. But, what, sorry, uh, last year uh, I excitedly mind. visited
2: the fo- the following places. Didn't I? Right.
16: Excitedly visited New.
2: I had a boner every time. <laughs> New York and New York. <laughs> so I would write New York, comma, Slough, comma, the Lavie. and then because there's only four things in the list. So then I would write and um. Spain. I didn't visit Spain. So, I, uh, so last year I excitedly visited the following places: New York,
7: comma, Slough, comma, the Lavi, and Spain. Full stop. Now, there's, there's no shame in pu- putting a comma before the end. Shut up, man. Yeah, you can. Yeah, shut up. Thing, it, it, yeah. it differentiates the last two points. You are. It? Shut as up. Fictional as the last Is this? Is
2: this well, a tr- are you a troll? I'm not trolling. Is this is this because I did a thing about prank calls last week and you're now pranking me? So I'm you're saying you. I could do New York, comma, Slough, comma the Lavi, and Spain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find out when you're
7: about fifteen that that's just rubbish.
2: Well, I didn't find out when I was about fifteen that that was 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 rubbish. All right, yeah, all right, all right, Barry, big bollocks. <laughs> so last year I excitedly, Barry, comma. last year, <laughs> don't encourage this. I excitedly visited the following places: semicolon excitedly. S- semicolon. Oh, semicolon. That—that's that, a whole new realm of. Yeah, well, well I'm taking you there, buddy. Well, you think you know it? I'm taking you there. Last year, I excitedly visited the following places: semicolon. Visited excitedly, yeah. This guy's gonna get. Some... Where, where, where? Where do you tell me? Where, give me your address, James. Because after the show, I want to come round and give you a slap. Where do you
7: live? <laughs> You're seeing Luke Scunthorpe anyway, so, you know, we can... We can where do you we can do live? Don't...
2: don't where there. do you live? I'm going to... Oh, seriously, you're going to get a knock on the door... I, I live in Stratford. Um, what, well, East London? East London. Fine. All right. All right. About 25 past one. Sometime... I'm not going to even tell you when. Sometime tonight, between half past one and two o'clock, your doorbell's going to ring. You think, who's that going to be? Can't be... Oh, I won't be in. He was joking. I've got to have a look. you open hoping that it'll be me, and I'll just whack, give you a slap round the ear... And um, I'm going to cuff your ear, but it's
7: going to smart. Then I'm going to get... You what, would, what would be a good punctuation mark for that? Yeah? An interrobang. <laughs> that, that's a question mark and an exclamation mark together. I Inter- will
2: excitedly slap you. <laughs> slap me excitedly. Right, he's gone. Oh. Get his, get his that details. That sounded like an order. Get his, his naughty boy. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even that...
3: In Terra Bang, have you ever had one
2: of those? I didn't like that guy, he's put me in a bad mood. I liked I him. He was disrespectful.
3: He um, made my ovaries bounce with his grammar.
2: I don't think he's interested in you. <laughs>
3: um,
2: oh, it's in the sun. He's, he's, he's ruined the vibe tonight, that guy. What, really? Yeah, yeah. I do, oh, I do, I come don't on. Him. I don't want him back come on. on. Seriously, find out, trace that, trace that call. Well. Trace that call, Sam. He he's, gonna, well. he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna regret making that call. This will cheer everyone up, though. A pair of Adolf Hitler's underpants <gasps> has been sold for nearly five thousand pounds. That seems cheap to me 5, for the Fuhrer's pants. The thirty-nine-inch waist. Oh, fatty! He was a fatty. Um, which are initialed A H. Ah. ah were left behind at a hotel in Graz, Austria, in April 1938. Auctioner Bill Panagopoulos said, when we got them, they were wrapped in tissue in a box. They were as clean as if they'd just come back from the cleaners. What were they wrapped in? Tissue. It's as close as you can get to Adolf Hitler. Literally. Well, it's not because he's not in them. Literally. The undies... Was sold to a private buyer going by the name of N. Farage. I'm, jo- I'm joking, guys. I'm joking, guys. For £4,991, the seller was the hotel owner's grandson. That seems a bit... Um... Well, I'm glad they, they were clean, otherwise um, the headline would have been Shitler. Yeah? You like that? How's it going, you not swearing so much in? Yeah, really well. Really, really well. Bill of Maryland, US, I guess that means USA, I guess that means America, added, we've sold underwear belonging to Eva Braun, Hitler's wife. What? Isn't it Brown? Eva, no, it's Braun.
3: Don't you pronounce it Brown?
2: How do you pronounce the Brown. How do you pronounce the the people that make the electric um, shavers? Come on, how do you pronounce that? Brown. No, you don't. Well, you pronounce it wrong then it's pronounced Brawn, Eva Brawn.
3: Yeah, but only like we used to pronounce Nestle, Nestles.
2: We were doing this the other day, weren't we? What were the other words that we used to um, mispronounce? Um,
3: oh, I used to say ad- uh, Adidas.
2: Well, no, but it is Adidas. No, it's
3: not, it's Adidas. No, it's not. Because it's named after adidas No,
2: no, no, but it's pronounced Adidas, because I used to say Adidas, but it's it's not, it's Adidas. No, I don't think it is. Oh, no, oh, God, I will, I will, well... What were going, what are we betting? Uh, uh, uh Pants? Yeah, I bet you hit this pants. Hang all on. right. Um... Pronun-
3: oh, I don't... Uh, this this never falls in my favour.
2: No, it never does, because you don't know how to speak properly.
3: I think Adidas was how we used to say it. Yep. And it's Adidas. Like, all of a sudden, everyone's saying Nike, not Nike.
2: Um... Oh, oh, do you know what? You might actually, you might actually I, be right on this right. one. I you am right. You might be right. Hang
8: on. There are two ways pronouncing Adidas.
2: Oh, don't give us that there are two ways of pronouncing... Give us the correct you
3: just way. You said Adidas. Adidas. Adidas? Adidas? You're-
8: oh God, is this <laughs> there are two ways pronouncing Adidas. Adidas. Adidas? <laughs>
2: Adidas?
8: European way. Adidas. Adidas. What? Adidas. The American way. Adidas. Adidas. Well, what's the correct
2: way, Adidas. you muppet?
8: Adidas. Subscribe to our channel or visit us at pronunciationhub.com. Right. it's pronun-
2: pronunciation? It's pronunciation, you muppet. So everything you say is out there. Listen, listen to I hate this.
8: It's at pronunciationhope.com. No, no. it's
2: pronunciation. I, I hate it when... Um, oh, I nearly saw that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it. Yeah, do you see it? Do you see that come out there? Yes. That would nearly... I'm flipping, eh? Hey? <laughs> I hate it.
3: When people... When
2: lazy radio hosts... Do get They get angry about pronunciation, but they then they say, well, if you're angry about the be- about uh, 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 mispronunciation, give me a call. Yeah, I'll give you a call, mate. It's mis- mispronunciation. Also, I hate... And Mischievous. I mean, we, heard, we heard this the other night. Really lazy bloke. He used to be a mate of mine, and he's not now, because he's an absolute knob. But doing a really lazy phone-in, deliberately getting things wrong, so that people phone up... To correct him, jeez, that is the laziest that is the laziest thing to to do a, a phone in when you' deliberately... what was the name of uh um what was the name of the guy who did um, that song rock around the clock buddy Holly, so buddy Holly does rock around the yeah. clock okay just just because you 've got an empty switchboard, knowing that people are going to phone up and go actually um it wasn't uh, Buddy Holly that did rock around the clock it was uh, it was oh was it Bill Haley oh was it Re- oh well, 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 i 've got you Have here. Talk Stumble to straight f- into another one. I'll talk to you... F- oh, absolute lazy, lazy broadcasting. Absolute lazy, lazy broadcasting. That's what that is. And those people get right on my... You uh, right won't be road. listening
3: now. He's busy, quote-unquote.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs>
8: what was that?
2: Um, coming up after this break, we're going to play you some more Stock, Aitken and Waterman. Unmissable late night radio
0: with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee, the late night alternative, with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio. Bad news, guys. My um, iPhone lead is on its way out. It only works when it's inserted in one way, and then you've got to kind of bend the lead a little bit to the left. Oh, I've ordered yeah. a new one, guys. I've ordered a new one, so we're fine. Let's do... Uh, Why do
3: they fray?
2: Um, because, because it's, it's um, cheap, cheap, cheaply made by Chinese um, and Vietnamese. Um, poor, poor kids who get a penny an hour, and because it's built in obsolescence. Uh, let's try a few more of these. Um, what's this? <coughs>
3: A <laughs> bit more?
2: Oh, Come I, on. I, to the chorus, yeah? I don't know. Okay. Um, 0344 4991 that, 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 that thousand is the telephone number.
3: Never too late.
2: <laughs> Get real, mate. 0344-499-1000. There is
3: a general theme, isn't there, with these vitros?
2: Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. do let us see if you can get this one. Let's see if you can work out what this one is. From the stable of Stock Aitken and Waterman.
3: Oh, so is that thingy that you were going on about earlier on?
2: Anything. Anything from Stock Aiken and Waterman, which one of the...
3: It's not from Stock Aiken and Waterman, Yes, it is. is.
2: Catherine 03444991000. Name the uh, song and the... Is it Sonia? No, it's... uh, That's that's not a bad guess, actually. But... is the... There's a brilliant song about the Oxford comma it's got a swear word in I wonder if I can find a a version that doesn't have a swear Um, it's a great song Um, I wonder if I can find one radio friendly type in radio friendly ah here we go Uh, this is a great song do you know this song (laughs) I'm going to hover the dump because it's not radio friendly (laughs) it's a great song 499-1000 499-1000 is the telephone number. So I want to get into Stockhausen.
3: Okay. Why?
2: Um because I'm feeling the time is right. Because I've heard I've read bits about him. He keeps getting mentioned. I know Paul McCartney was very much into him in sort of sixty six, sixty seven, sixty-eight. When Danny Kelly was in, he mentioned him. And um I just I, I, I had so much fun on Saturday night. Uh, and thank you to everyone who, come, who came uh, d- 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 playing the radio in the dark. If you missed it, if you, if you came, I hope you enjoyed it. I might do it again somewhere. Um, we had a lot of fun, and we surfed the radio around the world for an hour. I could have gone on for another hour, because I really got into it in the last 25 minutes. Um, if you missed it, uh, d- uh, Dan Rayner has made a short film of it. Um, it's on Vimeo. I've got really bad indigestion. Sorry, it's that pizza. Um, and the audio of it is available to download, UK and also you can listen to it on my YouTube channel, The Rabbit Hole. But it was it was delicious, and it was fun, and it felt naughty, and it felt mysterious, and it felt a little bit pretentious. And I've just I just thought, mm, do you know what? Maybe now maybe now's the time to get into Stockhausen. But I don't know where to begin. So I texted I, I, I texted um, Danny Kelly and said, uh, uh, Danny, I'd like to get into Stockhouse and I have no idea where to start. And I emailed email my friend Andy Partridge from XTC and Andy came back with some suggestions and I saw Danny today and he said, you, what you've asked me is an impossible question to answer. I am giving it due consideration um, and I will I will come back with some suggestions. Now, the one that, that, that people suggested over the weekend was this, Stimmung, Stimmung. Mm. I, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Listen to this, it's Theatre of Voices... This is this is freaky man. Listen to this. It's an it's an hour and twenty minutes, this. Well this. But I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's gonna
3: drive you bonkers. Oh god,
2: listen though. It's beautiful. So I'm listening to this last night on my own in the dark. Sheesh.
3: This is the sort of stuff that gets terrorists out of caves.
2: Oh, no, don't. I love this. I think this is hilarious. I think this is incredible. Here we go. a piece and he's written it. This is what I find so funny. He's written it. And this is some people performing this thing that he's written. This, of course, is the Copenhagen version. It's conducted by Paul Hiller, just to clarify. has got to be you've got to listen to this in darkness and headphones and you've got to be taken away by the spirit let's jump forward let's jump forward 45 minutes and see where we end when up. their beat drops there we go This is like this isn't this is like bits of smile by the beach boys. (laughs) All their parts would be scored. It's insane. Big finale. I I just think that is... um, um, I think that's absolutely... I think that's incredible. Um, I'm trying to find... There's a Beach Boys um, thing um, where it all sounds like that and I can't think... um, I can't think what it's called, otherwise I would play it, and it just sounds exactly like that. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We've only got another 15 minutes or so to go. This is The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee.
0: Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you
2: talk. really have... Done the spectrum from Bucks Fizz to Stock Aiken and Waterman to Stockhausen, right? Andrew's just texted in saying, have a listen to Stockhausen's Symphony for a Helicopter. Hmm. And I found it. The Helicopter String Quartet. Listen to this. It's one of Stockhausen's best-known pieces and one of the most complex to perform. It involves a string quartet, four helicopters with pilots... As well as audio and video equipment and technicians. Shall we have a listen? Go on. This is. um, Hang on a second. So there are the helicopters. There they go, right, so they're in So there's This is brilliant! So there are there are three violinists and a cellist, each in their own helicopter. Oh the sheer balls of the guy. The sheer balls of the guy to come up with this. Beautiful! The, I want I want to be this man. Here's the thing, right, what I was doing on Saturday night was the same as this rubbish, right? really, you know, it's just, you, you call it art. But because I'm that bloke that used to be on the telly, it's like, oh, this bloke used to be on the telly, we've come full circle. Of course Nick Knowles can re- re- release an album and it will be a piece of art. Of course it's a piece of art. Well, I'm thinking of him as Nicky Knowles, the um, uh, serial divorcist and um, DIY SOS gen- of course, That's what I'm thinking, I'm, pidge- I'm pigeonholing him. He's an artist. He's a performer. He's an artist. His album, Every Kind of People, takes every kind of people to make every kind of love, is, is art. It's art. His, what he is doing is the same as what I was doing on Saturday, playing at the radio, playing the radio to a room full of people, um, in darkness, is exactly the same as Stockhausen getting four helicopters and calling it a quartet. Exactly the same thing. We've gone full circle. Ipso facto, Nicky Knowles equals... Stockhausen. Stockhausen. Right. That's all we've got to. I can see clearly now. The scales have gone from my eyes. Yes, Nicky Knowles equals Stockhausen. I love it. This is beautiful. Except
3: Stockhausen's doing something completely new, and Nick Nels is covering other people's work. Not as well.
2: Whoa, 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 what? whoa. Hang on a minute. First of all, we haven't heard the whole album. We've only heard that, le- that little taste is of it. Uh, is there a, a set
3: list? A set track list.
2: Um, I couldn't find it on Amazon when I went to order it. Were you what? Oh, mate. You did
3: what? Oh,
2: mate. Um, um, here's the thing, right. I would invite him on the show, but one of these jackasses listening would let him know that we, we had our tongues in our cheeks so that can't happen but we that album is getting bought and that album is getting played i'll be honest we'll probably end up with a dozen copies free in the office anyway
3: i've got i've got the track list
2: where is it? it's on amazon
3: it's on universal music all right
2: go on give us a track listing.
3: every kind of people every
2: kind my of people. people
3: you're the first my last my everything yep. Your body is a wonderland. Is that a new one? Your
16: body is a wonderland. Let me play in it. I've got a token for an all-day ride.
3: Make You Feel My Love, which, by the way, she gonna, says no, you can't make her. I'm
16: going to make you feel my love. Mm. And when I say love, I mean little Nicky No
3: <laughs> Here Comes the Sun. He would do that one, wouldn't he? Yes, yes, of course, because that's the song that you were
2: conceived yes, to. Yes, he was. Here Comes the Sun. <laughs> Here comes the song.
3: Where do the children play? Question mark. Where
2: do the children play? Where do the children play is a brilliant, um, do you know the song? No, I don't think I It's a brilliant Cat Stevens song, right? But it has got, and I tell you why, I know exactly where do the children play. I know exactly why he's chosen it, right? Because it's got a bit in it that even the most ardent Cat Stevens fan winces at, Right. Where do the children play? That's how it goes, right? Even the most... It's a great song. But even the biggest Cat Stephen fans struggles with a bit when his voice goes... Hey, hey, uh. It's a great song. It's a bit ham-fisted. It's about, you know... Destroying naturals. It's nice. It's a lovely song. And then the bit goes...
3: Hey, 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 hey. It should be no problem for Nick Knowles, yeah. his range.
2: Yeah. His range of low.
15: Well, I think it's fine.
2: Well, I think it's fine.
15: Building jumbo plane. Oh, I do know this one.
8: Taking a ride. I
2: love it, Cat Stevens.
8: On a cosmic
6: train. Cosmic train. Switch on Summer.
1: From a slot machine Just get what you want to, If you want this you can get anything
2: I know we've come a long way Here it he comes, here it comes This is what Nicky's chosen for
1: This bit here But tell me where do the children play? Okay.
2: That's what he's done it for that's conscience. exactly what he's done that's it for. That's a tricky little phrase, isn't, isn't it? it? Just
3: the next one, track seven. Waiting for the love of my life to walk in.
2: Well, mate, <laughs> as long as she's as long as she's about twenty years younger and blonde. Um, okay, yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't do That's unfair. I, t- I retract that. That's unfair. Go cool.
3: Let my love be your shelter.
2: Mm, is it that big?
3: <laughs> River. Oh. Smile. Ooh. And he finishes the whole thing, eleven tracks of pure joy, with What a Wonderful World.
16: And I think to myself, What a wonderful
2: world I'm
16: Nicky Nose. Thanks very much. Good night. A oh,
2: oh, good film. I wish seriously, I wish him the very, very Best of luck with that, and I'm sure a lot of mums are going to be disappointed on Christmas morning. But you know, good, 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 good luck to him. Oh hang on.
3: what's this at the bottom?
2: Can of... I just say, guys, I swear now. What's this? In conjunction with the sun. Oh, it's a brilliant roaring idea. success. Oh, I wish you ever... I'm, I'm going to be buying ten copies. Can I just say now, I swear to you, dear listener, on a grave that I will never stoop so low as to release an album and ask you guys to pay f- to hear me singing songs you rest assured if you got if you know anyone who's who's passed i'm swearing on their graves i will never ever release an album ever it's never going to happen okay um, that, was a,
3: that was a death vow. It
2: was a death vow. Oh, I didn't get to... Um, here we go. Ted Heath. We've only got two minutes left. Ted Heath. Former Prime Minister. Sir Ted Heath would be questioned over child sex abuse allegations if he were alive, it mm. is claimed. Seven... Ale- yet yeah, Jimmy Savile is still dead. We'll say people like Nick Ferrari. What does that mean? Seven alleged victims of the former Prime Minister have been deemed credible. Um, the conclusions of the two year, £2 million Wiltshire Police Inquiry are to be released on October, the 5th, uh, October the 5th. Around 40 people are said to have made claims of abuse against the Tory who died in 2005, aged 89. A government source told the Mail on Sunday it was never the task of Conifer to decide whether Sir Edward was guilty. Criminologist Richard Hoskin said the inquiry had nothing which would stick to Heath. Wiltshire police said it's wrong to speculate on the findings, and people are going. Well, why are we investigating dead prime ministers? Because, because if it's true, and you go and Google Ted Heath child abuse, and uh, you know, don't, uh, we don't trust the internet. But if you know those stories are out there, if there is, if there is any. Tiny little bit of truth in there that a former prime minister was a, was a paedophile. So of course, we need to know about it, and we need to know who was covering it up, who allowed it to be covered up, who knew, and what the hell can we do to stop it happening
3: again? Well, also, the survivors need to hear that yep. we believe them. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's a big story. I'm surprised it's a tiny little column in the Daily Mirror. That's a big story, guys. Lord Janner, anyone, you know? And I know the family say, "Well, no, he's innocent and stuff." Well, is he? Then let's have a proper inquiry into all of that. And on that bombshell, dear listener, we are done. Um, we are finished for another day. Four more days to go until we go up to Scunthorpe. What is it there... tomorrow? We'll, we'll do an in-depth show about Scunthorpe because I don't know anything about it.
3: Oh, I tweeted about it yesterday, what's fun to do in Scunthorpe, and yeah. got a load of stuff, which was
2: Leave. Leave. Mm.
3: Yeah. A couple of sensible suggestions.
2: Shut there. up. Shut up, you... Uh, shut up. If any of you... If any of you send me abuse, I will... I will... Shut I'll get your, your accounts closed down. Send it to Catherine, by all, ama- all means. Please, please do. She needs to be brought down a peg or two. Um, yes, tomorrow will be Scunthorpe special. Um, Don't forget, of course, you can download the podcasts, uh, both the Talk Radio podcast and the Rabbit Hole podcast, the first one that uh, we recorded at the London Podcast Festival, is up and there, and it's very, very funny. Um, it's not got Chuck Winkler in, has it? Or is it? Yes, it's got, it's got Chuck Winkler in. It's very, very funny. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. We will be back tonight at ten o'clock. Until then, from us, Ta-ta!
11: Yeah, the whole concept is one well of playing. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a referee play advantage in the box because what? What is? The, how can there be a greater advantage than having a
0: <laughs> free soccer? <laughs> Nobody move. This whole area is on
11: lockdown for the
0: next hour. <laughs> investigate arresting late-night entertainment and criminally good conversation with duty sergeant of the night ship, Ian Lee. This is a hashtag radio knocking on top radio.
2: You going nowhere, fool? I ain't had enough of your jibber-jabber yet. Turns out the show's not finished, guys. The show's not finished. Didn't the football sound amazing with Stockhausen playing underneath? (laughs) It sounded like they were talking in a Monastery it was wonderful you can give us a call we're on for a bit longer we're having a lock in 0344 499 1000 here's the telephone number here's the delicious thing i don't think anyone's listening because we didn't mention it at the end of the show um, we certainly have, I'm not tweeting it so only um only some pissed off sports fans and people who have fallen asleep at about half past twelve are potentially listening to us. So this could be the most secretive of all lock ins. So if you're still up, you can give us a ring now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a ring now. I'm not gonna mention on Twitter that we've done this. No. We we'll mention it maybe at the start of tomorrow's show. Just to keep people on their toes. But I'm not gonna mention it on Twitter. You can if you want to listen, it's up to you if you want to do that. I'm not I'm not saying anything. This is our dirty little secret. And for those of you that are tuned in at one o'clock hoping to hear sports, tough. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. We're having a lock-in. We're normally on Monday to Friday, so ten till one at night. Um, but we sometimes do a thing called a lock-in where we're allowed to stay on a little bit later. If we feel the show hasn't finished. And do you know what? The show hasn't finished. We've got to tell you about, um... We went, Catherine and I, yesterday, went to see... It's
3: yesterday. It
16: Saturday, 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 Saturday,
2: ever, ever Saturday. Saturday. We went to see The Ferryman, directed by Sam Mendes. Yes. Written by Neil. Written by Neil. Neil, yeah. Um, and um, starring Paddy Cons- Considine. And many other people, I recognise the Irish priest, he's yeah. been in like, um, Juliet Bravo and stuff, mm-hmm. hasn't he?
3: I recognise the invisible wife.
2: Yes, 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 um, it was, um, three and a half hours long, three acts, one interval, um, but if you've ever, I mean, if you've ever sat through a kids' production of forty-five minutes, that would have felt ten times longer than this play felt. It flew by, didn't it? It was incredible. Suddenly, the first act was the first act was an hour, and it was that. was that? It it, it flew by. Um, no spoilers. Don't you worry about that. No spoilers at all. But it's um, set in about nineteen eighty-one, eighty-two, in uh, Northern North Ireland. Um, and it's in about the, rural area, it's I about the of troubles. It's, uh, I think you know what I mean. When I say the troubles, I mean the IRA troubles. Those guys. And, um, it was funny. It was heartwarming. It was vicious. It was brutal. It was incredible. They had a real baby in it. And a real goose. And, a, and real rabbits. The bloke kept, well, no, look at it. No spoilers. But they were, re- it was, I mean, that, you can, we're not spoiling anything by saying that those things are, uh, are, 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 known. But but it was the weirdest thing. Woman comes down the stairs with a baby, and I'd, it took me a minute to go to think oh yeah that 's a real baby i 've never seen a real baby on stage before, and it was it was it was wonderful wasn 't it, mm. um, it here 's the thing absolutely loved it and it 's thrill i can 't remember the name of the guy who wrote it, but I saw their other production um jericho no jerusalem Jer- jericho jerusalem with um Well, Mackenzie was in it. A girl I used to go to college with, Sarah Moyles. And the bloke who's now a sir. BFG. Oh. Oh, the BFG. Oh. Um, Mark. Radcliffe. Rural. Mark Mark Rylance. Rylance. So Mark Rylance. He was in it. I must admit, I preferred Jerusalem. I thought Jerusalem. Yeah, I did, actually. Um, Maybe it was just because I was sat next to Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. I don't know. I preferred Jerusalem. Um, Yeah, I preferred it but this was still amazing here's the th- here's the one my one gripe how expensive it was mm-hmm. because we, we theatre is often seen as being exclusive and being elitist and um it's it being elitist and we had like the the middling seats so we were in the first balcony weren't we
3: first uh, yeah the dress circle
2: yeah um and they were 67 quid each Probably a booking fee. I don't think that included the booking fee. I could be wrong. So you're looking at um, about 150 quid for two t- two tickets. Um, and I felt, you know, I'm doing all right. I felt that was, was, a, I you know, I saw the price and I went, oh, I really want to see this. But you can see, and the seats down the front, they're like 120 quid a pop, mate. Right? Gosh. And you can see why people, I, I, I think, you know, as many people as possible should see something like that. Because, A, I don't know. Anything about the trouble? I don't know anything about it, and I don't think it's a particularly accurate historical representation. But it's a bloody good story, and it's it's really good performers at the top of their game. I and mean, what a thrill! I, I love Paddy Considine, and I, I I only discovered him really a couple of years ago. Was that Dead Man Walking?
3: Yeah. You wanted some grim films, didn't you? So I, get, I Oof, pointed you in that direction.
2: Tyrannosaur.
3: And uh, No Room for Romeo Brass.
2: Yeah, he, I mean, incredible. And then, of course, there's the Le Donk, which is his comedy film. You've seen that, where he's a rapper? Uh no. Have you not seen that? I don't think I have. Oh, mate, I've got it! He plays a rapper! Oh, it is the funniest thing. It's a bit like Spinal Tap but with him in. Oh, right. Oh, it's brilliant. So, what a thrill to see him on stage. and see all of them on stage and those young girls were wonderful. Yeah, little girls. But 67 quid for a middle price ticket is, um... And
3: 67 quid for me to get, I'm gonna say it, rollicked. <laughs>
2: Sorry? <laughs> what, but...
3: When we first arrived, we decided we'd go to the loo. Oh, so your the, ma- yeah. the, man, the man's toilets was at one side and the women's was the, the, um, you know, the arrow pointing towards the ladies was yes. different. So I follow the arrow and I come to a door and there's a woman checking people's tickets. And I just thought, am I going the right way? So I sort of put, craned my neck to look around her and she's like, you're just going to have to wait your turn, please, madam. Yeah. And I said, I'm sorry, I was just checking where the loo was. Yeah, you're still going to have to wait your turn. Like in a really, Nasty way, but she was lovely to you, wasn't she? Apparently?
2: Very, very polite. Okay, okay. Look, actually, if I were to go on and buy one ticket, um, I could get a matinee ticket for this Wednesday for sixteen quid. So that actually, that's, oh right, okay. that's not. So, I mean, it's going to be a crappy seat, but that's oh, not but so bad. Still... That's not so bad. They've got tickets from sixteen quid there. So all right, and there's, there's for twenty. But for
3: 20 what quid. time?
2: That's for the... Uh, a matinee? For £16, Is the one thirty matinee on Wednesday, or £28.50 okay, so in the evening. F-
3: OK, so look, who can go to the theatre on a Wednesday afternoon?
2: Um, the unemployed. Drug addicts. Prostitutes. Me. I fit into... Well, no, let's say I... <laughs> At some point, I've experienced all three of those uh, categories. <laughs> no, but, OK, so that's that's a little bit cheaper. That's a little bit cheaper. Let's go to uh, Bill. Good evening, Bill. You're in uh, the uh, top secret, hush, 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 don't tell nobody, unofficial lock-in.
4: Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was beginning to think my radio had gone wrong for a second because I was hear this background noise as the guy was talking, and I thought, maybe I've got another DAB radio one or something. Oh, other,
2: and it's coming from I, I think we might do that a little bit more, play around with the sports billies. I, I, That felt deliciously naughty. We might have a play around with the sports billies again. Let's see. Yeah. Did you want to say anything?
4: Yeah, um, <clears throat> going back, um, <clears throat> it's Crosby, Stills, Nothing Young when I rang up earlier. And uh, oh uh, yes, do you know where I've been on the Marrakesh Express, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera.
2: Do you know where I've been on the Marrakesh Express, etc., etc., etc.? Yep, that's it. Thank you. Got it. E- Excellent. Thank you very much, Bill. Do you know where I've been on the Marrakesh Express? Also
3: known as I've Been to Marrakesh. Yes. Or I'm Going to Marrakesh. It wasn't
2: by Crossby-Sills was Nash & Young, by the way. Good evening, oh. Kyle. Evening. You all right? I'm all right. Shh, don't tell nobody. We're having an unofficial lock-in.
14: Yeah, I'll tell you what, don't be telling the bloody DWP. They'll be straight after me. Oi! Hey, Kyle's
2: getting beef from Thatcher's government. <sighs>
14: You know what? That was the strangest experience. I tell you but what, Carl. Just, like
2: out, can, I just cool. can I just can I just say, um, yeah. while you're doing this, I'm going to take the knee. I'm taking the knee. You're taking the knee. I'm taking yeah.
3: the knee. That's just the, It's the end thing.
2: I'm taking. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it because it's the in thing. I'm, I'm going to take it.
3: the knee in solidarity with you, brother.
2: I, it's not. I'm not doing it because it's the in thing. I'm doing it because Stevie Wonder did it. Yeah, I'm, no, taking it, it. Knee, I'm, I'm taking, it. taking the knee, Kyle. I'm taking it. What's taking it? What's taking the knee? Oh man, you're too out of touch. Just
3: take it, Kyle.
2: I'm taking the knee, Kyle. I don't know. You, you, you need to um, read a little bit less of the MSM and get to uh, some of the alternative news w- media. What
3: you need to do, Kyle, is get
2: woke. Yeah. Oh. I've got a red pill and I've got a blue pill. Do you want the red pill, Kyle? Or do you want to just carry on taking the blue ones? <laughs> Don't
14: confuse
2: me. <laughs> it's easily done, unfortunately. it? Because it's a bit knobbly. Yeah, it is a bit tricky, actually. Uh, so I a bit more respect to those American footballers that are they're, they're doing the knee the, the thing. They've got a padding, though. Ah, that would be it. Hey, look, someone's left a Sharpie on the floor. I oh,
3: know, there's a big pen here, isn't Yeah,
2: it? well, it's a Sharpie. It's going... You don't leave a Sharpie lying around on the floor, guys. That goes in the bag. Yes, Carl. what would you like to say, sir?
14: What well, well, I was going to say, I'd I'd uh, three bits, one of which will really appeal to you. So I was so that, but when you cut me off before, so the name I came up with, and you were obviously you were quite right to cut me off, was Mehmet. Memet, all people who appears from Ozcabs, and then yeah, yep. but that was that was quite good. No 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 no, was no, was no, 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 nope. no, no,
2: no, no, no. Okay, Memet's not in it. I thought he was. You're thinking of Ali Osman. Mehmet was oh, the brother. With the tash. Because he was always going, Mehmet, Mehmet, Mehmet. Mehmet was the You're brother. Right. Ali Osman, Oscabs.
14: You You're right. What was, really? the wife? what was the wife called? Sue. Oh, yeah. Sue, Sue what are you
5: talking about? Mehmet, Mehmet, Mehmet.
14: Didn't she get done for some sort of drugs charges? Not that, that we know of, to... so
2: I'm going to say allegedly. she didn't. What? No, not even allegedly, because I don't know anything about it, so no, oh, I don't okay. think she did. But here's what I would like to see. All the original enders cast, right? So you get Mehmet, you get Sue... Shell. You get Shell, you get um, Peter Dean, Peter Beale, You get oh. them, um, and they've... What? Well, I think he's dead.
5: Pete Beale's not dead. Shut shut the front door! No, no, he's still going. No he's, he's a Buddhist, apparently. Yeah, he's not. Well, no, it, well, Pete, Pete Beale's <laughs> no,
3: Pete Beal's dead.
5: No,
2: Peter oh. Dean. No, but Pete Beale is he's, dead. I, I don't want to break it to you, Kath. Pete Beal's not real. I
3: know, but you can't get him
2: back. He's dead. No, 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 no. What they do is they all go off, and they film... They film their own soap. Okay. Like, like be like a spin-off of EastEnders, but okay. There, no one's really going for this. I think this is great, and it's set on it's set in the docks of Manchester.
3: Because yeah, they all go to Manchester, Manchester, don't they?
2: Manchester. Anyway, that's my idea, and I'm going to sell it to um, to uh, one of the crappy channels. The Dragons. The
14: Dragons Den. Yeah. Not wrong with uh, not wrong with Salford. I was going to say. Well, the other that's pretty true. Well. <laughs> Or Media City, that's the place to be. Oh,
5: Johnny, you still work on the docks!
14: <laughs> so I want to go first about Split Infinitives, but would you like to know Hello? what I heard today about your show?
2: Um...
14: I don't know. Would I? Well, it's up to you, Which, which you? because I, I have a feeling you got to cut me off. So it's up to you, you can have one or or other.
3: Well, we don't want Split Infinitives, that was quite dull the first time round. Go on, tell us the other Hang thing. The,
2: well, can I... <sighs> yeah. Do you mind? Can I have some thinking time? Would, you, would that be okay to think about yeah, whether I can, can? Can I? Can I have two minutes forty of thinking time? Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Ni- nice one. Stay there, Carl. I'm just going to think. Hang on. Hang on a second. Let's. Um... Computers being extraordinarily slow this evening. Must yeah, have been up this late. So just think for a minute? so,
14: Kyle? Oh, what? which which one did you want Are you not one? I,
2: I don't, well, I don't, what did, okay, what did someone say about the show?
14: Someone said about the show, so my little uh, sidekick, Lewis, has uh, started... Hang on a minute, uh, you've never
2: mentioned a sidekick before.
14: Well, uh, apparently I, I have a little sidekick called Lewis.
2: Okay, well, you would know. Well, you either do or you
3: don't,
14: Kyle. I do, I do have a sidekick called Lewis. Okay when I might do my... Anyway, anyway. But uh, he started at Salford University, and I know you don't take praise very well, but he started at Salford Uni last week. He rang me today, and he said, in one of his lectures today, yeah. uh, kids are put like media city, like everybody is, and, uh, but what the four, there were four presenters or four shows that they sort of said, you know, it's up to you, oh. it's up to you if you read the books, it's up to you if you listen to the shows, but one of the four presenters, I don't know the three, but one of them was you, and he rang me going... You're, you're a big fan of Ian, aren't you? And, uh, That'd be Jeff, that wouldn't it? That'd be Jeff. Is his, t- is his lecturer Jeff? Yeah. Well, I was thinking it was Mr Mc- yeah, Jeff yeah. McQueen. Yeah, I thought, yeah, but you would, honestly, because he rang me, because he was like, yeah, he was, uh, he was so excited, he was like, oh, Ian. I was like, yeah, there you go, you see. Yeah, we're very, it's a very, mate, we've talked about Stockhausen tonight. It's a very intellectual show. T- split, mm. split infinitives. He won't. He won't be listening now. He'll be like slaughtered somewhere. Yeah, but, you know, he'll be but he'll, he'll be off his like
2: mash that, on it? on on ecstasy and cocaine and not cocaine. He can't afford cocaine as a student. He'll be on speed. Oh, <laughs> well
14: there you
2: go. go there go. we go. <laughs> Thank you, Carl.
3: It's Henry's cat, an wow. appearance.
2: <laughs> I like this story. Well, I don't like it because it's horrible. But oh. it, was, it was big last week. because It's odd. It's back up in the mail. But it's I do th- like it because she's from Slough. Pensioner spends 14 years going to strangers' funerals. Do you hear this story? Oh. Filling her lunchbox from the buffet and then cycling off. And there she is. And I've, I've, I've drawn on her face with a black pen to make her look even more evil. <laughs> a woman who has spent 14 years going to strangers' funerals before tucking into the buffet. She must be tired has been unmasked as a pensioner who keeps a mourning outfit in the basket on her bicycle. And I don't mean a nudie outfit, I mean a mourning. Teresa Doyle, 65, speaks to grieving relatives before filling a lunchbox with food and cycling off. So she's been doing it since she's 51. 65, think. 51. No,
3: 65, I don't think that. That's two years older than my mum and dad. And they're not old.
2: Her activities came to light after bereaved mother, Margaret Whitehead, criticised her for turning up at her daughter's funeral, seeking a cheap lunch. Oh, dear. She said Mrs Doyle from Slough paid her respects and claimed to work with her daughter Catherine, 42, as a waitress, despite Catherine never working as one. Oh, dear. Mrs. Whitehead of Warfield near Bracknell said, "There were a lot of people from Catherine's work, so I just assumed she was a colleague." She had. She added,
3: "Oh
2: no, she got my son to give her a lift from the church <gasps> to the wake." Cheeky mare! She was eating from the buffet like there was no tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love that phrase. I don't love that. I'm not laughing. This is a horrific thing. I'm not making light of that. At the end, she took out a Tupperware box, filled it up with food and cycled off. Mrs Doyle was asked why she attends funerals of people she does not know. Speaking at her council flat, she replied, that's my business, adding, I have to go. I've somewhere to be. What, another funeral? (laughs) Neighbours described Mrs Doyle who attends Slough's Holy Redeemer Catholic Church is happy and friendly, but mildly eccentric. Ah.
3: Yeah. Ah. mm hmm
2: One said, she leaves the house in her bright daily clothes, but tucked into the basket on her bike is a black funeral outfit. When she arrives at the funeral... I live live near Slough. I'd love to talk to this woman. I'd love to talk to her. When she arrives at the funeral... She changes, goes to the weight and helps herself to the food, bring it back and put it in the freezer. Teresa has been doing this for about 14 years oh. now. She gate crashes strangers' funerals and is completely brash about it. She won't be, but see if she's on Facebook. Teresa Doyle.
3: Oh, there'd be loads of Teresa Doyles. It yep. won't be the right
2: one. 65 Slough. Another neighbour said... <clears throat> We had a funeral here for one of the residents and the wife did not want her at the funeral so she didn't advertise where the wake was going to be and the priest didn't announce it. Still, Mrs Doyle called somebody to give her a lift up there and, as per usual, filled up the boxes and brought them away. She has no shame at all.
3: My grandma, who is mm. 94 now... Yep. Yeah. ...crashed her funeral once by accident. Oh, really? Yeah. She and her husband... They're creatures of habit, and they there are certain restaurants they like to go to. Yeah. They went to their usual restaurant. They went in, and unusually, um it was like a buffet kind of scenario. So mm. they thought, oh, well, you know, we'll crack on. Loaded up some plates, Uh-oh. went and sat down. It was, re- it was heaving. Went yeah. and sat down. They couldn't sit at the usual table, which was a little bit annoying for them, but they went and sat down somewhere else, and this other couple came and joined them. My grandma. I mean, my grandma will have been tutting internally, but not said anything. Um, and then, it came, you know, it came out, you know, how did you know the deceased? And Grandma's sort of eating this sandwich thinking, oh, hang on a minute. Uh-oh. This, is, this room's been hired privately and no one's told us. Oh, God. They finished up and left.
2: They didn't finish, though. Did she say, oh, we don't, I don't? Or did she lie?
3: Well, I think because she's old, she can get away with just, oh. <laughs>
2: By the way, can I just say, I don't think anybody apart from Kyle and Bill are listening. Um, If you are listening and if you're on Twitter, can you just send me a little tweet just to let you know? Honestly, I think we've maybe got about five or six people. I know, I saw a couple of people. Uh, Budgie's listening. um, Julie's listening. And Kyle and Bill, four people, I think, are listening. Yeah. I mean, it's really stupid of me. i tell you something. When I worked at LBC and I was doing um, weekends, Friday, Saturday and Sunday nights, and then they gave me the drive time. Show and what I did. This was terrible, and this was David Lloyd allowed me to do this. What I did was I, I, I decided I don't want it to be announced. So I'm going to be doing drive time, so we did this whole thing about I was leaving weekends, but that was I was leaving the station. Oh, and then I had like a week off, and then I started doing drive. But I'd never, I never said on Friday on the Friday session. By the way. From next week, I'm going to be, you can hear me, you know, three till six or whatever it was. You can hear me... For, didn't do it. So I didn't have an audience because no one followed me over because everyone thought I'd just left. Oh. That's stupid. Um, a bit like tonight, really. Everyone I can't find
3: Theresa Doyle, surprise, surprise, on Facebook.
2: OK, OK. Um, uh, I saw her coming down the venue's driveway on her bike, hide the bike around the back somewhere, and after a quick change, she came out in a little black number. Priest, Parish priest Father Noel Connolly said she is Catholic and is convinced she needs to go to as many masses as possible. Every funeral we have, she comes, and if there is a reception afterwards, she makes her way to it without invitation. I can't... He, now, here's the thing. Here's where he's wrong. He says... Can you get that phone call, please, now? I can't exactly say you can't come here. Well... Yes, you can, Father. It's your responsibility also, to do it.
3: She's telling fibs to the deceased. That yeah. could be very, very upsetting.
2: That's that. That is um. That's that. Surely is your responsibility to take her one side and do it in a loving, understanding way. But
3: also, you've got a responsibility to the family yeah, to yeah, protect yeah. them. Surely,
2: Mrs. Doyle spends her days going to funerals, church masses, and Sikh temples. Uh, what? where food is provided for the needy by volunteers. Right.
3: It's, it's not about the... No,
2: she's... she's it's just, not about the worship, issues, is it? She, she's got issues. Mrs Whitehead said there's mass every morning. She doesn't need to go to funerals. She's only going when there's a cheap lunch. She intrudes on people when they're upset. But well, I
5: suggest there's some sort of mental illness going mm. on there.
2: Um, evening, Jonathan.
5: Evening, in I accidentally gay-crashed a wedding once. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: of all the people to turn <laughs> up at a wedding, they wouldn't want you there, blimey. Go on, what happened?
5: Um, a, a, day, a, a day or so earlier, this was about uh, 11 years ago, uh, I'd met up with some old people uh, at the local church, and we arranged to meet the following day to... Um, I forget what it was to do now. Yeah. Well, I, ter- I turned up... They didn't, but I didn't know it, because uh, okay. I, I, it was all uh, an unusual situation. Yeah. So I saw this crowd. Um, it, it, it was about five or six people in total, and yeah. uh, went into the church to wait. And while I was passing away the time reading the Bible, um, uh, all of a sudden I, I, I heard something, and I thought, and you know that moment in the first episode of Mr Bean where he has that uh, uh, maths exam, and at the end of the exam, uh, he, he he finds out that there were two exam papers in the envelope? I,
2: d- I don't that know that, but I can imagine
5: pa- it. And the trigonometry paper that he, he had been studying for and thought wasn't there. It was actually still in the letter. Right, yes. Sounds that's, like a cracker. That's how I... That's how I uh, felt when I when I when I heard and I pronounce you man and wife. I thought, what the hell? So
2: you were you there for the you weren't there for the whole service? You came in towards the end of the service.
5: No, before the uh, before the service, I was just waiting for these uh, people I'd arranged to. Um, so hang on a minute. You must have realised quite early on it was a wedding. No, I didn't. I, this was the thing I was. Huh? I was just waiting. I thought, oh, I'll pass the time. I'll read the Bible. It's here and it's a church. So you didn't notice people getting married in front of you?
3: No. White dress, long veil.
2: No. How could you not notice? I noticed that man. I was... I was... Engrossed I by the words of God. in what I was reading. You're nuts. Well, but nothing new there. Hey, I bought, um... Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, right? Thinking it'll be like a war game. But it's all, um, running around against the walls and fighting robots. That's Call of Duty. I want to I fight I want to fight in a real war. Oh, there'll be one soon enough. All right, nice one, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> he said cheerfully. I think he means a war, not a game. Yeah, he does. Um, how can you sit in a wedding and not know your own... I mean, Jonathan uh, is a very, very strange fish, isn't he?
3: With a punch for Mr Bean, it turns out. I'd hate I can't Mr... Oh, hmm, I'm going to
2: get the turkey stuck on my foot.
3: I went to see the Mr Bean movie once. Oh, Jesus. When I lived in Paris, I was trying to ingratiate myself with my landlady because she was a very sophisticated woman and I really wanted her to like me. And she said, let's go to the cinema. Went to the cinema and she chose the film, Mr Bean. Oh. I thought, oh, we're never going to see the eye to eye. They
2: love all that crap, though. Monsieur Hulot is rubbish. We,
3: it's, it's because of that, uh, was it called Corbier? All that balls. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know what that means. Isn't that? Or was that was
3: that, uh, no, or was that? was that? No. was that the um, name that um, Reeves and Mortimer gave to their pseudo French film? Was that Corbier? I don't know. Anyway, you know all that all that flipping physical comedy stuff.
2: Well, they love Jerry Lewis. I think <laughs> he's a genius. There we go. I'm ben so Kyle is listening. Julie is listening. Budgie. Um, D. Law. Uh, Brian Taylor. Twinkle, twinkle. Mark Ramsey. Alan Watson. Kevin Dixon. Mike Mills, Harsh, Hey Harsh, uh, Gunan Al, Jay, um, uh, Eddie, and Al Gillies. In short, all the ones
3: we were hoping would stick around.
2: <laughs> You're my favourite kind of people. That's that's uh, every every kind people. of people. Um, Jerry! Hello. Hello, Jerry. I'm speaking, speaking all right. You're speaking all right, yeah. I think you've been no overdosed
15: tonight. Oh, God. i been off my chips all, all, <laughs> all night. Beautiful, just, good just for you. Just come round about five minutes ago. Good for you. So it's so, was so, you on. Know, Blocking, nothing. Seems in your own, so brilliant. No, no cancer, i no cancer on. Can't have warning. Artificial sweetener. The real thing in me.
5: <laughs> Send
2: some pills down this way, Jer. We could do with a pick me up. How oh, could you? You're not having a good day today. Me? Yeah, you know, I, I'm just stre- stressed, man. There's so much stuff going on outside of this silly job. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed beyond belief, and it's not going to get sorted other for about another me. two years. Other
15: people thought stress unbelievable. but so there were other the people on the planet be no stress.
2: Yes. Yep, yep, yep. It's,
15: it's disappointing. Was, so what's been
2: happening today? Sorry, I've not been being, being listening to nothing. Um, today, I, I, didn't li- I didn't leave um uh, where I'm living at the moment until... About half past four. I woke up late. I had another dream that I'd murdered somebody years ago and that I was going to get found out. And I've got... I, I worked out before when I was having those dreams. It's because I had to make amends to someone I'd been very, very mean to at school.
15: Uh, I have dreams about failing exams, You what? Uh, about failing me like, uh, degree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah okay. Do
12: you know what that means? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anxiety. It
15: takes take a few days off for the boys like, to do it the week came back. Right, losing you sounded so
2: happy. Uh, not that you sound unhappy, just... No, I'm, yeah. I'm just... Uh, I'm happy to be at work, because this is partly why I'm enjoying the lock-in so much, because I don't have to go back and uh, face my miserable real life. No. So I can carry on talking to you, lunatics. Yes,
15: yeah,
2: here's yeah, yeah, Jonathan here, Them about Jesus or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jonathan... Uh, uh, Jonathan needs to get laid. God. <laughs> Sorry. And no. Jerry needs... All of my listeners <laughs> yeah. need to get laid. Late a sex party? A <laughs> party. I think we are probably breaking some kind of Ofcom rules by organising a sex party for listeners, I think. Yeah, Although I it will get us look as look as look great look publicity. Up. Oh, consenting. <laughs> Well, it's all consenting. I, I was worried that, that we might get some wrong-uns at the, um, thing I did on Saturday night in the dark. But luckily there was, 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 was none of that.
3: I, I was the only wrong there.
2: I forgot to cover up the Apple logo on the computer, so it was sending out a light. Why didn't you tell me? I liked it. Oh, no, I didn't want it. I wanted it to, I like to see what people's hands are. I turned, the, I turned the brightness down on my computer screen, so that was at a minimum, and then I saw the film, and there's a bloody great Apple logo glowing away. No. Was it Granny Smith? Yes, mate. No, it wasn't. It was Cox. Oh, brilliant thank Yay. you Thank you, Joe I'm going to cut you off now Jerry okay, up your bum here we go proper intellectual uh, who else is listening to us uh, let's see Steve Tamplin Noir jo- uh, no John Hellier has replied to my misleading I've said goodnight all he's replied to that um, so I used to play 15 to 1 with my flatmate Mackenzie Crook I gen- I, rem- I remember it as me generally beating him. He may remember it otherwise. So I'm going to do some questions. I've not looked at the answers. The answers are down here. Right. These are proper... You've got to focus now. I am focused. Who, question one, who in the 17th century asked Sir Peter Lely to paint his portrait with pimples, warts and Oliver everything Cromwell. as you see me? You think? Mm-hmm. I know. OK, fine. The ta- name of which town in Mali has come to stand for any distant or outlandish place? Timbuktu. Yes. So let's write this down. So you're saying Cromwell. All right, so we're going to keep a score. Oh, so um, this is how we're going to do it. So, um, Ian, Kath, one, you're saying Cromwell. hmm Two, I'm saying Timbuktu.
3: Yeah.
2: All right. Which of the Queen's children... Was born in 1950. Andrew, Margaret, <laughs> Margaret. I
3: have to take your first answer. I'm afraid. No,
2: you don't. Not on this, you don't. What? Would, would you? Well, have you got a different answer? No, I'd say. Uh, okay, Mar- I've got there first. You've got, we've got to be in quick. How many heads had the mythical dog Cerberus? For? Four. Four. Gotta be quicker, Cath. Gotta be quicker. Why?
3: You get the head start because you're reading the questions. So you're thinking about them as you're reading them out. Let me read them out and see. Let's see who's fastest.
2: All right, all right. This is one. I'll let you. I'll let you answer this one first, then, because I know the answer to this. From where did the first British TV broadcast start transmission in London in 1936? I've been there.
3: Okay. Um,
2: Brush House. Brush House. You're saying. Bush House. Bush House. You're saying, yeah. I'm going to say Alexandra Palace. Oh yeah, whatevs. Because I've been. Because
3: you bummed the BBC. No,
2: I don't bum the BBC. Bumming's what got me the sack from the BBC. <laughs> Question six. Which of the five inhabited continents has the largest population? That is a good one.
5: Um...
3: Asia. I'm
2: going to say Europe. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, are the Americas a continent? Mm.
8: Yeah, I'm
2: going to say the Americas. Because those South American countries they they back a mighty dance. <laughs> the Americas. Okay, number seven. Norman S- uh, Foster, Richard Seaford <laughs> and Richard Rogers are famous names in which pro- profession? Go on, you can't um, one. Go on.
3: Uh, I reckon it's um, musicals. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I would, I would say the same.
3: Like Rodgers and Hammerstein and all that.
2: In which European capital city is Oscar Wilde buried? I'm going to say Berlin. Paris. Is it?
3: Yeah, I know. I've been.
2: Okay. well, I'm going to put Berlin down anyway.
3: Paris. He's got this amazing uh, grave that looks like um, a sphinx.
2: When George W. Bush, Bush was sworn in as president, he and his father became the second father and son to be US presidents. What is the surname of the first father and son to achieve that distinction? Roosevelt, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, I would have said Roosevelt. Um, yeah, I would have said that. OK. Henry VIII, on finding one of his wives so different from a picture, swore they had brought him a Flanders yeah. mare. Which wife? Anne, Anne of Cleves. Okie dokie. You going to let me answer one now? Or... Go on then. Because you've been a little bit... Uh, Which of the four British patron saints is the only one who was an apostle? Oh, St. John. St. George. St. John. Andrew, George. David and? Luke. (laughs) St. Luke. He's not
3: a patron saint. So
2: who's David then? Wales?
3: Yeah.
2: Who's Irish then?
3: Patrick. And he was a monk, wasn't he? So he was not an apostle. Oh, hang on. Hang
2: on. It's funny enough. You say the name. Hello. Patrick. Hello. Isn't that funny? (gasps) Isn't that? (coughs) We just said Uh, your name. uh, uh, Thank you. You're very welcome. What would you like to say? Well, I
16: just need some relationship advice.
2: Hang on one second. Twelve. Which part of speech modifies or describes a verb? Adverb.
3: Correct. Correcto.
2: Correcto. Mundo, señoras. Anyway, Patrick. Hi. Do I win a prize? Yes, you do. You win um, our undivided attention now, Pat, as we tell you what you need to know. Ask away. Well, been well listen, to Ian, I've reasons. grown up
16: with you on various social... like, media since I was young. Yes. So, like, I just really need some wisdom right now. You got it, buddy. What's going well, hang
3: on? Hang on a minute. You've been listening to him for years. Sh- oh, Catherine. Come here.
16: Catherine, well, what well, you, you know, done? What have like, with, like, Daisy and all that stuff? Yeah. Like, you know, well, she's not here. I haven't got a number. I'm, like, a post-millennial, do you know what I mean?
2: Okay. Well, what would you uh, come on? Let's, okay, let's, g- let's get straight
16: in. So here. my, so basically, like I've been going to this graveyard, like, and it's a place where a lot of older men, like, go to look for uh, like younger men. Hang
2: on a minute. You're telling me a graveyard is a cruising joint?
16: Yeah, a graveyard. Fantastic. It's romantic. There's no sex. It's just very romantic. Gosh. Okay?
2: So the corpses aren't the only old bones there. Well, because c- no, I, you know, well, we, I know that this stuff goes on. and I'm often quite jealous of the gay community that that you can meet people. You know, we're right near. I used to live in Hampstead Heath. Was, it was a famous spot, but a graveyard.
16: It's no. There's no, It's nothing sexual. Okay. Okay. I'm it's, it's like, okay. okay. Well, that's, this that's... Is my problem. Okay. Yeah. So I go there on the way to work. Yes. And um, I work at night time. Yeah. And, um, and I just, I like sitting there, and I like being admired. It's like I don't love anyone. I love the attention. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a partner. You're a little tart. I'm a tart, yeah. Beautiful. It, I'm asking, is it all right to be a tart and sit there and like the attention? And yep. sometimes, you know, have a little kiss.
2: Um, well... <laughs> if you have a partner at home. Well, do you know the answer to that, Patrick. I think it's fine. What? No, you don't think it. it's not how your mum brought you up, is it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, if the shoe were on the other foot, would you mind?
16: It's a it's a romantic flirt. It's a romantic evening. But if your partner you was know? doing it,
3: would you see it that way?
16: What's that? Like your pa-
3: if your partner was
2: doing that.
16: It depends in what context. See, I'm a goth, so like in the graveyard, it kind of makes sense. Are but... you telling me
2: that there's no furtive winks and nods round to the oh, back? No, they're of...
16: too old. They can't do anything. So. E-
2: um, I mean, how o- how old are you? You sound very young. What, you, hang on a minute, you've got to be, what, 27? No, a bit older. 32.
16: I look a lot younger, I moisturise a lot.
2: Okay, so we, you're not what we would call a twink, are you?
16: <clears throat> well, that's because there's very good lighting there, so you know you kind of sometimes... Yeah, a twink, you, for those who don't know. As an 80-year-old, you look very young. You
2: have know? I got this right? A twink is someone who looks...
16: Not no, like a child.
2: A, that's um, the kind of an
16: American thing, like you have to look like you're at high school still, you know. Okay, when you're, but you're like grown 30, up 4, Okay. It doesn't really make any sense, you okay. know. Um yeah, you well you I'm just asking, is it alright just to is it alright to flirt in a graveyard with older men if you don't do
2: anything? No. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you now, no. It is not alright to flirt in graveyards with older <sighs> men even if you're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway.
16: Whoa, so you little do. tart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pat, well, just do whatever you want to do, but just just be careful. You don't get, you know, if you get a wrong one, you, you know, you don't want to get a whack over the back of the head. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you getting beaten up or something by some dodge pot who no. might want a little bit more that you're not, you're not prepared to give. No. I'm too beautiful for that. Mm. Um. OK, well, you take care of yourself. You're a very naughty boy. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I need to do. Thank you very much indeed. He loves it. All right, Should we shall we do the answers we've got so far? So, question one, you said Oliver Cromwell, correct. Yeah. So, that's one. Thanks, Horrible Histories. I, question two, I said Timbuktu, it's correct. One for me. Question three, I said Prince... Oh! Princess Anne, not Princess Margaret. Oh, what were we thinking? Well, Margaret's a sister, isn't it? Yeah! Idiot. Uh, Alexandra Palace was... Hang on, number four. How many heads had Cerberus? It was three. Oh. So, so one all... Question five, Alexander Palace. Yes, so it's it's two to one. Question six was which of the five inhabited continents? Uh, you said Asia. That's correct. Uh, number seven, oh, to Foster and Rogers, Architects.
3: Oh, blimey.
2: Eight, Paris. Yes, so it's three, two. Nine, um, it's Adams, the president, father and son oh, president. Really? Uh, ten, Anne of Cleves uh 11 was scotland street what st got... andrew
3: oh andrew was one was he mm.
2: 12 was an adverb okay so um yeah so it's good scoring there some good did scoring. i win ah, i don't know. it's not really did about... i win a bit there uh it's not really
3: yeah. just say Catherine. it's
2: not really about the winning cats it's <laughs> about having great time with great guys Oh, look, Sam has signed up to Twitter to notify us he's listening.
3: Oh, thanks, Sam. <laughs> um,
2: he's also seen... Um, uh, that I'm, I did this 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 thing for this guy, Mr Biffo, um, who's uh, like a retro games kind of expert. I went and did some filming with him for some uh, sort of online show that he's crowdfunded. And I did it for two reasons. One, I did it for three reasons. One, because lots of people on Twitter over the past year or so have said to me and to Mr Biffo, hey, you two guys should meet. I think you get on really, really well. So that was one. Reason two is because I just wouldn't mind doing a little bit more acting, and I don't know if I can. I don't know if I've still got it. So it was nice, you know, it was nice to be asked to do a little bit of acting. And number three, because I'm fascinated by crowdfunding. And I don't know how much he's raised, but he had rented a very, very small, but a studio with a green screen. He had two cameras going one of which was th- the camera that I bought—the little Sony, the little, son- the little um, uh, you know, the little camera I bought for America that we shot the stuff in America on—and he had a sound guy, and uh, you know, friends were helping him out. And um, it, you know, it looks like a—it looks like a decent show, and I'm fascinated. In fact, I'm going to talk to him actually about crowdfunding because it fascinates me um, how, how it all works. I, I love the fact that people. You're lucky Marnie Coppola, her last album was crowdfunded, you know, and I was absolutely thrilled to, to chuck some money her way to help her make something. And I would then get a CD that I kind of felt more involved in than if I'd just gone down to our price to buy it. So I love the crowdfunding thing and the whole Patreon thing. And I keep looking at it and keep thinking, well, I'm doing all right here at the moment, so I don't need to do it. but maybe crowdfunding the book is the way to go. Because I'm not going to write this book unless I've got a rocket... Unless I've got a date. I need a date. And I can't set myself a date because I will know that I've set myself a date. I need I need an official to say, unless we have this by December the 20th... It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And and, and I, otherwise I can't... I don't... Maybe the book isn't going to happen. I, I, you know, people can say, write a book, write a book. And Andy Partridge was... Um, uh, was saying, write a book, well, you should write a book here, and that's what you need to do, sort your head out, go and write a book and I, I just don't know if I I don't know if I can You I can don't I don't know if I can Um. I was going to say something else there before we finished I was talking about crowdfunding Mr Biffo No, it's gone, it's gone um, I think we're done. I think our work here is done. That was a nice little sneaky, um, uh, lock-in. Thank you, everyone who called in. Uh, thank you, Sam, for staying on afterwards. Thank you, Catherine. Um, yeah, I'm not going to tweet that this happened, but I'll, remind me and I'll mention it at the start of tomorrow's show. That'll teach them. Everyone who switched off at one o'clock. I like the fact that we can do this. I think it's, it's delightful. We might not be able to do it forever. Who knows? You know, my contract's up 21st, 20th of March. Um, who knows if it's going to be renewed? Apparently, I th- I'll, I'll know by January, because it's in my contract. I have to know... I have to know three months in advance. Well, that's good. So that's, um... that's terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying. Oh, man, alive. Um, thank you, dear listener. Uh, it, it's always uh, a, a pleasure. We are now going to... Uh, I'm going to click my fingers, and you'll be transported to Talk Sport. One, two, three...